Hello, internets. Before we begin our planned show, we want to take a few moments to talk about the tragic act of hatred that happened in our own backyard, the mass shooting at Pulse Nightclub in Orlando. In the wake of such hurt, now is the time for love and support. At the time of this recording, we have many friends and loved ones still waiting to find out if their own loved ones will be okay, or if they're even alive. And we have friends who have received the most horrible news, that their loved one did not survive, and still others fighting for their lives in the hospital. So please, to all of our listeners, if you would like to help, there is a GoFundMe account in support for those affected by this act of hatred. Go to www.gofundme.com. It's currently the top campaign. Or in the website search bar, type in Victims of Pulse. There are also several individual campaigns set up by the families affected, and we'd like to give the info for the Alviar family, who lost the beautiful Amanda Alviar. On GoFundMe's site, search for Alviar Strong to donate directly to the Alviar family. And if you are local and have not done so, please go donate blood at one of the many clinics or buses. Your blood could save a life. Go to www.oneblood.org or www.redcross.org to find the location nearest you. Thank you for your support and love for everyone going through this hurtful, difficult time. We will remain Orlando United. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by RetroGameTreasure.com. It is one of the best monthly subscription services you'll find out there. It starts as low as $29.99 and sends anywhere from three to five retro video games from your console of choice. From the Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, Sega Master System, Sega Genesis, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, and the Game Gear, as well as... Breaking news, now shipping Sega CD, Sega Dreamcast, and PlayStation 1. And here at the Happy Hour, we love retro games, but what we love even more than retro games is saving money. money. So go ahead and put in the coupon code at checkout, Happy Hour. Get $2 off your total purchase. Go see them, and don't forget to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour with with Johnny and Deuce Deuce sent you. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by... Agia Productions is an Orlando-based film and photo company. They work with a lot of local cosplayers, shooting their pictures against a green screen will allow the team to make the cosplayer into a real-life hero. Agia has done some charity work as well, working alongside Rock Pink for breast cancer awareness. Find them at a convention and you'll be able to rent out one of the talented photographers to take some awesome high-def pictures of you and your family. Not a cosplayer? That's okay, too. AG can take you and your family and put them anywhere you want to be. Also, AG Productions does weddings, graduation, quinceaneras, bar mitzvahs, you name it, and you need a photo crew, AG can do it. Also, don't miss out their newest film short, The Corridor. Find The Corridor on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Corridor Film. Also, go to Agit's website at www.agiatt.com to learn more about them and give them a like on Facebook. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. This episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce is brought to you by Josh Bauer, a.k.a. JB Designs. If you haven't seen his work, he does amazing stuff. He does comic book art, video game characters, movie art. 
It's awesome. It's even hanging right now in our Happy Hour with Johnny and Do Studios. You're definitely going to want to check it out. Head to www.joshbauerartist.com and that's www.joshbauerartist.com and you can find him on all his social media outlets including Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. And make sure to follow his event page and catch him at upcoming events like JB Designs Invades Tampa Bay Comic Con, August 5th through August 7th, and Claremont Comic Con, November 20th. Also, you can find his online store at jbdesigns.storeenvy.com. That's jbdezigns.storeenvy.com. You can find his original paintings, prints, posters, and mini prints. And Deuce, there's a special promo code for our happy hour listeners. You'll put in the promo code Deuces on the Loose, and that is spelled. D-U-C-E-I-S-O-N-T-H-E-L-O-O-S-E. You'll get 25% off prints, posters, and mini prints. And if you see them on one of the upcoming events, tell them you're a Happy Hour podcast listener to receive something special. And don't forget to see our boy and our friend Josh Bauer of JB Designs. And don't forget to tell them that the Happy Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce Deuce sent you. Hello, internets. My name is Johnny Womack. Of course, I've got my main man, Deuce. What's going on, brother? Hey, man. Uh, we are the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Every episode of the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce starts off with the Deuce salute. Yes, sir. Ah, good times, good times. And we are the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. We're twice weekly podcast dropping normally on Tuesdays and Fridays. But because it's a special E3 edition episode, we're dropping these on Tuesdays and Thursday this week. If Tuesday and Thursday. Thursday so this you're getting your, your Friday one a little bit early. Yep. But also, guys, this is going to be, as we like to call it, real raw live patio. Because yep. it's coming to you straight we right, get out, to, the can. To, right yeah. out to you. And, of course, if you guys remember last year, we had our amazing friend Nate Rapert from... What is your stuff now? Plug all your... So it's The Ninja Fat Man. So The, the Ninja, Ninja Fat, Fat Man on Twitch, on Twitter, on Facebook, and on YouTube. We'll put all the links in the description of the episode. So definitely... But you remember his lovely voice last year because... Little pull back the curtain. What happened yeah. last year, gentlemen? We spent four hours talking Almost about four E3 hours. because we started at 10, 10? Yeah, it was late, right? It was started a little late. We started late. at 10, and then you guys didn't leave my house till after 2 in the morning. Oh, it was. Because Brandy was worried sick. Right. She was like, you haven't responded to my messages. I'm like, oh, oops. we've been yeah. recording. Yeah. So it was it, that la- So we decided this year we were going to kind of split everything up, and uh, then we'll have like mainly just two episodes just, just about a little bit about everything and in today's episode of course we want to talk about EA Bethesda and uh, Microsoft because but before we got to that I wanted to throw out a congratulations to Nate because Nate is our world heavyweight champion of guests here on the happy hour you he's are. been yeah. on the, the most, most episodes, episodes. And thank yep. you thank you thank I, you I, <laughs> I, applause. I had an idea the applause, folks. and it almost came to fruition today it's just I didn't have time I wanted to get a WWE championship belt, like a toy one, and then put a little piece of duct tape with his name <laughs> and the awesome. number of episodes next to it yeah, and you... keep it in the studio so anybody who wants to try to compete with the record knows the number and who they've got to go after I... to get the belt. Yeah, I know our friend Corey wants wants the belt. He, he, he wants he, the belt He's actively bad. said he yeah. wants it. Yeah. 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 Well, well, you know, he knows we record, so, you know. <laughs> Another thing, long story short, like, we've all known each other for a while, yeah. and so it's like, 
Nate was on in the very beginning. Like he oh, it yeah, was like, like episode like 10, like, 11, and yeah. then we did a whole bunch of stuff when HBO Go was coming out in episode twenty, and like yeah. he came in ba- very early, and he was a big supporter and a big, a big friend of the, the show. Uh, official Xbox correspondent. Yeah. You were. For you were still exactly. Are. You are. So, yeah. What so, the hell do you think you're here tonight? <laughs> so. Yeah. So um. But yeah. So we loved it. We're glad that you're back. And uh, yeah, E three is always an exciting time. Um. Different things going on, different systems. Obviously, we'll, we'll talk about in another episode, but this is a kind of a transitional year for Nintendo as well um, with the NX uh, hopefully coming out next year, March. And, of course, other, which we'll get into later as well, other consoles might be coming out in the near future as well, so that might kind of change the face of the industry as well, as well as VR. We'll get into that. Augmented reality, stuff like that, mobile apps. But I wanted to ask you guys real quick, just for the audience at home, what have you guys been playing lately? I know Deuce has been playing a lot of Overwatch. Yep, a lot of Overwatch. Loving Uncharted Overwatch, 4. Uncharted Four. Uh, what have you been playing lately? Um, I play Overwatch yeah. PC though. Um, nice. I've got this weird addiction to that Slither.io game. If anyone's ever played it, it's like Snake, but it's multiplayer. You get oh, you no. get these dots, and you get longer. And if you run into somebody Tron style, you blow up, and they can take your dots. Oh, wow. that's so interesting. So it's a it's. It is the simplest game that I yeah. literally spent. I have a two-hour Twitch stream of me playing that one game. Oh, and, they wow. can, and the Twitch is, again? It's uh, just twitch.tv slash the ninja fat man. Go in there and check it out. I'm going to check it out. Um, yeah. It's it's a, it's this it's the most mind numbing game. However, it's addictive and I, it's available on everything. It's not only is it browser based; they have it on iOS and oh, Android. Oh, do they really? That's awesome. Yeah, and it's cool. it was I found it through the top charts. I actually put, also have a YouTube video dedicated to it. Too. Nice, awesome. so kind of like an intro. But um, so Overwatch that, and then um, Path of Exile. Oh, I've heard about started that. Started yeah. a new. It's almost kind of ripping like off D 3s seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the prophecy mode, if you will. Yeah. So uh, some friends have gotten me into that. So I rolled up a ranger, and I've been kind of splitting my time between a little bit of Slither, but Overwatch and Path of Exile. So nice, nice. awesome. Oh, <laughs> we have another guest in here. <laughs> Hello, Chi, uh, our cat, my cat, Chi, who's been infamous for uh, attacking guests. attacking guests, especially Brandon. Brandon will yep. never be the same yep. after uh, Brandon Specs. Big cat. shout out. Um, uh, but she's actually being really amiable towards us, the the three of us here in the room. Um, and maybe because uh, she's getting used to Deuce after a couple of years now. So yeah. there we go. Only, yeah. Like most of my girlfriends. Oh, she's even nuddling. Nut- look at that. She's all over yeah, your shoes. Anyone knew my history with cats, they'd understand. <laughs> yeah. This is amazing. You have like a psychic yeah. connection. Uh, Link. the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> cats hate him. We're, we're enemies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she seems to like you a lot. Okay, gentlemen, we're going to start off our episode discussion with uh, the first official conference, which was uh, Electronic Arts EA, if you will, yep. and uh, they, I th- overall, I, I want to give just like a big shout out to uh, the the folks there that pretty much just set up the whole conference because I feel like it was a huge polar opposite of last year's. Last year's, I didn't really feel engaged with what EA was doing. Yeah, yeah well, they kind of they bounced back and forth between LA and London, and it was very cohesive and didn't seem random, and they feel like everything was well. Like I almost think they got a presentation specialist or something yeah it really feels tight totally yeah. yeah plus it was a lot better than last year because geez louise i swear they spent 40 minutes last year talking about the sports games like it was like this is the ea sports game hour and oh by the way we've got battlefront coming out it was I mean, like yeah. sports have been their bread and butter though well for, yeah and like, don't get me wrong i mean 20 years EA sports <laughs> yeah. but i mean it's like dude you're either gonna buy the new one or you're not like you don't need to spend a big chunk of e3 talking about the new madden well 
they yeah. they started off strong, really strong, with uh, the sequel to a very popular game called Titanfall, Titanfall mm-hmm. Two, and man, it looks amazing. And I didn't get a chance. I only played the original Titanfall about. I, I probably got like two or three hours into it when a friend let me play it on his uh, Xbox yeah. One, and I was actually really impressed by it because it was easy to get into. Uh, it's it's one of those things where it's easy to pick up, but also difficult to master. Like you can you know all the nuances and whatnot. But now it's coming to PS4 and Xbox One, so you have both. You know, Titanfall, mo- mo- two. Titanfall two. Titanfall two is. Uh, so you have multiple platforms, and I want to get you guys thoughts on what you saw from the uh, footage. I want to let Nate go first because it looks like it's so. About I, I have the biggest E peen right now. So if you go all the way back to the first yeah. time we ever talked about Xbox, I was hyping Titanfall there. Yeah. I love Titanfall. It's the number one game I've played hours wide. I still play it on the X. I mean, I'm not as dedicated as some of the new games, but right. it probably gets a couple hours a week, and every once in a while I'll go, you know what? I'm playing all day. Yeah. Um, I was super excited. They they really hype the Titans now. Yeah. The Titans now from the storyline looks like they have their own AI of sorts. Well, let's let's speak of that real quick. This is going to have a single-player campaign, which is which uh, I'm not. super stoked about that because – I, I'm as we all know. I'm not the biggest multiplayer online guy. I don't typically gravitate towards those. But sometimes, if I have a bunch of friends playing it, i.e., Call of Duty, Deuce is the main reason I was even playing Call of Duty, yeah. uh, and a couple other friends they kind of got together. And Titanfall, I actually really enjoyed when when I got a couple hours into it. Um, now that I have an Xbox One, we'll, we'll get into it later. Uh, I might pick up on the cheap the the first one. Um, but I bet it's dirt cheap. Yeah, that's like ten bucks. If you would have been six months ago, it was the game for gold. Oh, was it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I missed it. And then the DLC season pass was like nine dollars. Oh well, wow. <laughs> there you go. But still, uh, I actually am really excited to check it out because it looks amazing. The the, the graphical fidelity because they're correct me if I'm wrong. They they are running it. They're they're running sixty frames per second, and it's also one hundred twenty hertz. I think what I heard, yes. or two hundred forty hertz, something like that. That was one twenty. One twenty hertz. So it's running even better than the first uh, Titanfall. Oh, yeah. So and the fact that it's a multi platforms cannot hurt because it sold pretty well on that just oh, on the it, Xbox alone. It was PC. I think the number one selling day one game. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. But it, thoughts about it being on on the PS4 as well. I mean, they it's going to help. They it. said that early. So like. Two months into announcing the sequel, they said the exclusivity was gone. So yeah. they, I knew that was going to PlayStation. Do you like the idea of it being multi-platform? Um, I w- we can talk about it more when Microsoft comes up because okay. the cross-platform play that Sony kind of poo-pooed on, um, I think they could have done it. I mean, Rocket League does it. Right. Yeah. But I, I don't – yeah, cross-platform is fine with me. Sure. Um, I love it. I like Respawn, what they're mm-hmm. doing with yeah. the game. Sure. I – for me, the thing that game never got old, like every first-person shooter for me has a point where you're like, eh. Call yeah. of Duty at some point, you're like, eh. Yeah. It never got old to see a 50-foot robot fall out of the sky and pick you up, like ever. Every yeah. time it was like, Titan incoming. I'd be like, yee! Well, the yeah, nice no. thing about when I when the little I played of Titanfall, what I liked was you were powerful in a Titan and without. Like you felt Correct. equally compa- uh, uh, compatible. Like you didn't feel like one was overpowering the other. Yeah. And you also, there were different ways of playing because – when you stepped into a Titan, it was almost like the Mech Warrior style, like a tank, literally yeah. like a tank style. Yeah, I I like I really like the I like the trailer. I I really like that it's gonna have a single player, um, and I like that I can play it on my PS4. So like that's gonna be awesome. That I'll it's be just gonna to reach some more it. audiences. Yeah. I think it's a good thing. I think it's gonna help it sell more because uh, it has a you know established brand, established you know community already. So it's only gonna have it reach out to more people. 
the graphics were super clear. Like the first one was a little gritty. Um, it kind of added to the flavor, but the graphics, the and then the movement. They they briefly touched yeah, on some of the um, yeah, uh, uh, motion capture they yeah. used for in the in the trailer. It was for like two seconds. They showed some motion cap, um, yeah. but just the movement of the Titans alone looks more like a person as opposed to this big clunky thing. Yeah. Right. Um, more there was some yeah, new weapons gritty. on the Titans. Um, the chain thing. Oh, that chain thing. Oh, dude, that's that a awesome. new yeah. like the yeah. parkour element has always been yeah. really awesome. However, yeah, sure. that chain aspect where he chains one to hop over it to jump yeah. into another Titan, mm-hmm. I, that was the first ten seconds, and I was yeah. like, Whoa. "I already want this game." Yeah. yeah. And then they showed some other park parkour stuff. Right. And then the thing that made me the most amazing. Oh, the thing. Oh, I'm already hyped when the dude busted out the sword on a Titan. And parried a rocket. You know what? Yeah. Someone told me. Stabbed. Someone, someone ha- I saw someone hashtag online, our good friend Eddie V. He's like, is this Gundam? I'm like, oh, my <laughs> God, this looks awesome. You know, uh, you know, for you anime fans out there, like Gundam Wing style. I was like, yeah, that looks awesome. So I think, I, and I just came up with this on the spur of the moment. To judge these games, we should say day one purchase. Very short after purchase or you're just going to wait. Well, that's a good idea. I yeah. like that. I like that category. Bar- day one should be. Okay, go ahead. So day one. Day one. Shortly thereafter. Shortly thereafter. Um, Red box? <laughs> if or, it's on sale yeah. or wait for it's free on Game for Gold or PlayStation. Okay. Right. <laughs> wait yeah. for it's free. Yeah. That, that should be okay. the four levels. There we go. There we go. Uh, well, I'm going to go probably day one because yeah, I, I, I actually really was impressed by it. It's probably one of the most impressive trailers I've seen on E3 so far. I, yeah. I really, really – like, it blew me away. I was like, dang. Yeah. This looks great. The music musical score was awesome. They used um, themes from the first Titanfall music, which I really liked because uh, I love scores. Even if I don't play the games, I just download yeah. scores. Uh, but it was really, really well done. I, it looks like the cohesive elements – with your team as well as having the single player campaign, yeah, I, like I just think you get the full package out of it, and I think it's gonna um, more multi, you know, more platforms, more it's gonna get out to different eyes that didn't yeah. get to see it last year. So I, I'm excited for it. I think it's gonna be a day one for me. Nice. Um, it's day one, as in I already pre-ordered it. Oh well, there you go. Oh, wow. I so, yeah. the trailer ended. I literally on my other screen went to Amazon, put it in my cart, and said go. There you yeah. go. And Amazon Prime's got some great discounts oh, on I'm sure. pre-ordering games. It's comes oh, up to like forty-seven ninety-nine with their discount. Nice. Wow. So it's I, it's it's done. Like I will have it yeah. day it launches. So what did what did you folks think at home? Send us a line hhpodcastshow at gmail Are you going to be playing Titanfall? And also send us your uh, Xbox and your PlayStation Network ID so we can uh, friend you and uh, check it out. And of course send Nate um, some info and some love at your handle. Uh, my Xbox game, gamer tag is uh, Nate Gray G R E Y zero one three zero. Yeah, and, so and Deuce is the Dirty Deuce. And that's on everything. Yeah, that's on everything. And I am uh, Mister Underscore Macwo on uh, both uh, PlayStation and on um, yeah. on um, um, Xbox Live. So there you go. Easy to find us. Okay, folks. Next up is a game that's been kind of like. Probably one of my favorite trilogies I had played in a long time. It uh, blew me away. Was Mass Effect? I love that series. It's a game that was one of the most controversial, especially with the the way the series ended. But also, it, it pushed the boundaries when it came to story progression. I remember the first time I had played a uh, Mass Effect, and I went into Mass Effect Two, and I was like, "Holy crap!" It remembered things that I did in the first game. Yeah. That blew my freaking mind. I'm like Liara and all these people. I'm like, and if someone died in the first game, they did not come back. Like it was like, 
uh, permakill, permadeath. I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And how, just how, like, it felt like Star Trek. Like, it was like this, you know, seek out new life, new civilization kind of thing. It was the first time I was like, wow, this feels like a Star Trek in a video game, like a real Star Trek game. Love it or hate it, it pushed the boundaries uh, of, of the gaming industry and as well as what you could do with story progressions. That whole thing got wrapped up, and now we find out that Mass Effect Andromeda is actually a whole new trilogy. So you don't... I think there's good pros and cons to that. A, Mass Effect, you can get it, like, everywhere, right? The original trilogy, I think you can get it, like... There's a combo now, I think. Yeah, you get all three. Like, all three. Yeah. So if you haven't... it's only for old systems. I mean, not for, like, a PS4 Well, I think it's backwards compatible on Xbox One. So they have the backwards compatibility, so you can play play it on there as well. So... Um, just all you do is pop the disc in. Uh, we'll talk more about Xbox One um, backwards compatibility later, but that's one of the games you can actually pop in your disc okay. and and have it ready to go. Or you can just check it out. Uh, I think you can find it PC, Steam, and all that. You can get it pretty cheap, probably for like twenty bucks. Probably for the it's probably not really twenty cheap. thirty bucks. So, it, um, but yeah, great series. Uh, a big fan following. But now Mass Effect Andromeda is set in its own story, its own trilogy. And we don't really know a lot about it, even now. It's, w- it's a million light years away. Like, they made a point of saying this is basically, it's this quite, well, it's the same universe. It's, yeah. There's no connection, almost. Like yeah. They, well, yeah, they and well, because it's so far away, like, distance-wise, space-time and, and all that. My only concern, guys, is the fact that we haven't really seen anything. Like, even today, even in, even in the E3 trailer, I was like, it was just a lot of CG footage. Like, you got to... EA's been doing this thing for the last couple E3s. They didn't do as much this time. At last, you know, last year they were just like, "Oh, here's developer commentaries." I don't. I want to see actual. I know they they want to make it perfect and they don't want to rush it. Yeah. But I'm like, we. I mean, we saw some cool concept art, which is, you know, that's cool. I mean, uh, you, know, you got you got some space. I mean, I got my phone here in the screen cabin. Oh, that's cool. Ship looks neat. Don't, I mean, there's another space shot. I mean, I don't. I, you know what I mean? Like, I wanted. I wanted more, but. I don't want them to rush either, so I think they announced a 2017 release date. Or I'm not, I'm gonna double check my notes here. But while while I'm looking, what did you guys think? What you saw? I'm not. I mean, I remember because when you got your original Xbox 360, it was all Mass Effect out, Nate. Because yeah, I, I remember the, that I have the stickers, yeah, the front stickers panel, and, and everything. Stuff, yeah, I I just never. I mean, I tried it, but it never just really sunk in with me. So I just kind of passed. So I never really played the series. I wouldn't mind. I didn't know you never played the series. I never played the series. I got part one, and I maybe got six or eight hours in. And I'm just like, screw this. Well, let's preface yeah. let's preface the com- my comments or the the story real quick. Yeah, all three feel a little bit different. The just so yeah. you know, the first one feels more RPG. It's more RPG yeah. heavy, more yeah. about upgrading and all that. Yeah. The second one is more of like an action RPG, shooter. action yeah. shooter. Yeah. You uh, you know, more like Years of War. We have coverage and all that. Yeah. You come out, shoot, cover yeah. it. You know. Uh, third one's a little bit mixed in both, but a little bit more streamlined story-wise. So you didn't give as much story options as you did the other ones. Yeah. So they all feel th- a little bit different. Different. Yeah. So if one wasn't your bag, you could go into two. That's what's so nice about the Mass yeah. Effect games. You can they'll give you the story options. You can a tree you can pick. Yeah, and then you can pick like like what EA does with a lot of the other ones, like Dragon Age Origins and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Inquisition. They did the same thing. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. Like if they did, and here's the one thing where I think they might have missed the boat. EA. They should have maybe said, hey, we're going to do an original trilogy remaster HD uh, to kind of, like, get you ready for the new one. Because I think that would have sold, like, gangbusters. I would have bought it. But um, they're, they're not related. So oh, it's no, it's the same, like, literally physically same universe. But they've kind of made a point saying it's, it's a new trilogy. trilogy. This isn't like Star yeah. Wars where they're 
three separate trilogies that are yeah. all quasi related. It's mm-hmm. going to be a completely different. They're, they're using an excuse to go back to Mass Effect by yeah. saying, "Hey, it's the same quasi stuff, but a whole new take on it." Um, I'm kind of glad they didn't do the remaster. It's becoming. It's now zombies. It's everybody's doing a remaster. Everyone's doing a remaster. Everything. Yeah. True. And it's starting to be like it, it's just a okay. You, you you put some filter on that, change the graphics, and you're mm-hmm. charging me, granted, uh, half the price. But I'm st- it's a for me it's a money grab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and I and I, and to be honest with you, I don't disagree with that opinion. But some things like this, where it's like, I never really played it. If I could play it on my PS4 and get a remaster, I'd buy it. But then again, but I, I'm probably in the minority. But I also, I think he, I think, I think you both have valid points. I, I, I do think Mass Effect is such a big franchise that I think most people did play it. Yeah. So I think you are in that min, uh, minority, minority that yeah. didn't play it. But something like uh, The Last of Us, where. You know, 360 was essentially winning the console wars. Most people didn't get a chance to play yeah. The Last of Us, so The Last of Us remastered made sense because was it 70 percent of people that bought the remastered version um, didn't own a PS3? So like yeah. now they they went to PS4. So that's a huge statistic there that's saying that there was a yeah. lot of people that missed that game. So that made more of a sense to me. Um, Tomb Raider felt a little like it looked pretty, but like it felt like that was too soon. But The Last of Us that that there was some there were some reasons behind it I think because a lot which of people missed it. Both me and you both bought the we Tomb both Raider, bought both yeah uh, yeah, yeah. remaster yeah so. um, which I liked it was fun yeah, to play I loved through it. it was great to play it was something because you know launch titles you don't have a lot to play so yeah. you're like all right I want to play something um, but I I agree with Nate I feel like with the Mass Effect it's so so distant. Literally, <laughs> as well. That from the other thing that it doesn't really make sense. It's not like where you do the uh, Uncharted series, which is another another yeah. series of games that people, if you didn't own a PS3, which PS3 didn't even get close to even battling with the Xbox 360 till later on in its life cycle, yeah. people might have missed Uncharted. Yeah. I always had this like franchise people heard about, but they might have actually checked it out. But that made sense to do it, uh, and also connected to Uncharted 4. Yeah. So that there's those those are two examples where they make sense. But I do yeah. agree for the most part. It's like Remaster or HD, you know, it's just a you know a little like, upgrade. As a person who bought the Master Chief Collection, I mean, it <laughs> I had every one of those games before. Yeah. Sure, it was nice seeing them in upgraded graphics. They look, but it looks pretty. It, it looks pretty, but it's it. They got my fifty bucks, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, and yay. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll talk about that later, but but yeah, no, I agree. I I feel like with Mass Effect, you know, I, I want them to take their time. I mean, you yeah. guys, I just looked at my notes. They they don't have a release date window yet. So if you had to pick, uh, just by what you saw, if you had a guess, two when years, twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. What do you What do you think? Uh, holiday seventeen. Holiday. So that'd be next Christmas. I think we're gonna get uh, gameplay and potentially beta during E three twenty seventeen. Okay, makes sense. So definitely let us know what you think. Uh, me as a huge Mass Effect fan, I'm definitely excited. It just kind of teased me more than got me excited, to be honest. Well, that I was kind of like to another one that I'm going to get on a big soapbox on about here in a minute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this whole showing you clips or like well, half this is a second of video. The joke, the joke this year so far, it's it's uh, E3. All the conferences have been trailerific because yeah. there's been a lot of CG trailers, more than I've ever seen uh, yeah. for an E3. And all all the conferences are to have that excuse as well. But there are some amazing games that did get announced. I want to jump uh, real quick, uh, rapid fire, pretty much into the the sports stuff that EA is doing. That they they spent a good, I wouldn't say as much as last year, but they spent about fifteen to twenty minutes on FIFA on FIFA seventeen, which I have a uh, love hate relationship with that series. I I remember back in the day playing it um, on nineteen ninety seven on the PS one. I remember and. It was very glitchy, and like I, people wouldn't score. It was very, very t- like a, it wasn't very like 
PC was better. PC yeah. version was much better than the PS1 version. But uh, I remember friends telling me, yeah, you have the poor man's version. I'm like, really? Um, but the PC version was superior. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was okay. But I, I remember being blown away when uh, FIFA 13 came out. I was like, oh, my God. This like this is really where this, the future – and I'm, I can't proclaim that I'm a big, quote-unquote, football soccer. fan, yeah. soccer fan uh, in, the, in the U.S., and of course, you now things have changed. You know, Orlando City has a soccer now, and and like people are kind of you know Go really growing. Yeah. yeah, live strong or whatever. Or uh, what's that? The, the the Orlando City Soccer League now. Oh, you know, yeah. you have that and all I, that. I don't know what their slogan is. No, no, I'm just talking about oh, yeah. a pray for Orlando kind of thing. Oh, oh yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, Orlando United is Orlando the, uh, United official yeah. hashtag okay. now. Yeah. So, but just to tie it in from earlier, yeah. but. Uh, it's grown a lot, you know. I think this last World Series, World Cup, whatever they call it, the World Championship, whatever they call it, yeah, the World Cup, World Cup. Uh, you can tell I don't watch a yeah. lot of soccer, but it did brand a lot of people were watching it that hadn't really watched it before, and I thought that was really yeah. amazing. A lot of people like, were like, I watched, like going, people were going USA to match. bars yeah. and, and going to sports clubs and yeah. like well, yeah. actually watching soccer. MLS is getting big. Um, <laughs> I mean, not to go too far out of tangent. MLS yeah. is getting big. Uh, they lured Beckham in for a little while to get yeah. things. Uh, Orlando has, at, who was at one point the number one player in the world in Kaká. Yeah. So there's some – it's it's kind of like how old players go to Europe to finish yeah. their career sure. in basketball. It's the reverse. Right? So people are coming here. It's just getting more popular. It's another option. Um, when I lived in Seattle, the Sounders, because the Sonics left, yeah. the Sounders are huge there. Yeah. So it's getting big, and Orlando City soccer is amazing. Like, I've been to a couple games. They I sell out. I see that out. purple they, and gold everywhere. It's yeah, all like, over. Like, Subway was promoting it. You could see the bumper stickers everywhere. Good good for Orlando, good, and it also is good in revenue for the city as well. Oh, sure. But I actually have a lot to say on FIFA 17. Okay. Um, a, it looks gorgeous. I, I think it looks stunning. Um I also want to get you guys' thoughts on the introduction of a single-player story that they're adding in here. Yeah, the the guy who's – I had his name Hunter. Alex Hunter. Hunter. Alex Hunter. Alex Hunter. Okay. Yeah. That whole trailer had me going, what is this? This looks like a soap opera. This might be a movie I'd watch by myself. Yeah, it but looks like, interesting, and it's called uh, The Journey, uh, for those at home. Yeah. Uh, F- FIFA 17, The Journey. And it's not a, character that, not a character that you create. It's a character that's already been established, yeah. that has an establishing story. What I want to know is – is it so tightly wound and so uh, linear? Because they do show a point where in the trailer where he's like failing or something. Yeah. Does like that he mean if you do or something? Yeah, like yeah. do you, if you do bad, does the story change? Is there story trees? Can you replay it? Yeah, yeah. I. The, one of the NBA games did something like that not that long ago. Oh, it NBA was two K sixteen. It was uh, the had street. The, Oh, Street, yeah. yeah street, NBA The Street or whatever had that. But one of the two, I can't remember. 2K16 the two had the Spike yeah. Lee one, Spike which we'll Lee get into one, yeah. later because yeah. I have a lot of thoughts on that because um, uh, it was free for PlayStation, um, and I've been playing the hell out of it. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Anyways, the journey, um, it looks interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see what happens, like especially if there's like ar- overarching trees or if it's more linear-based. But it looked good. Um, and uh, they have you know, they have a whole bunch of a plethora of new ways to control, uh, and Nate can help me out here. Uh, they have the new. They have like they, they highlighted four coaches, managers. Yeah, so they're bringing Premier League managers. All these guys are. If you pay attention to uh, football, yeah, football uh, on the on the global level, they're all coaches. You know, they actually had Jose Moreno or Mer- It's not it's not Marino, but it's yeah. it's really close. He's uh, Man U's coach, and he's yeah. pretty legendary. And the other guys they mentioned are all, yeah. but all twenty are well known. I mean, these would yeah. be like taking NFL coaches and putting them. And premiering like Billich. Yeah, it was a big and, deal. Yeah, yeah especially deal. in London when because they were it got a big pop in London. So yeah. that was really cool. 
because uh, like Manchester United and all these other people were all like, oh, it's awesome. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm actually curious because I'm. You talk about EA Access earlier. Uh, you can play fifth. You can play sixteen on it now, and I think they EA Access is doing this cool thing where you can do like tests, uh, trials or demos. Yeah, before gonna, yeah, so EA Access, you get a demo to the game. The cool thing about the demo is if you have EA Access, if you end up purchasing the game, yeah. your progression from your demo stays. That's amazing. Yeah. So if I play. If like if I play the demo for FIFA 17, right. I do a career mode. I get 30 games in in that free trial. I go, you know what? I want it. And I buy it. Yeah. It's the digital copy, but then I that 30 games stays. But you can't go get a hard copy. No, it's it's okay. it's got to be the digital version, okay. which we can talk later. I think that's the theme of a lot of things, especially when you get into Microsoft, is getting away from the physical media. Yeah. In general, is it Microsoft really? We'll talk about more in Microsoft because yeah. that yeah. was a big theme. Of well, even EA called this EA Play. Like they weren't even calling it, you know, EA E3 or whatever. Uh, they were, everyone's kind of going more to that digital route. The more of like your story will progress over this, 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 and this, and all that, and carry over, which is cool. Um, but uh, yeah, I might I might check out FIFA 17, but it's not going to be a day one purchase for me. Yeah. The 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 my big society thing is they talked about the AI when you don't have the ball. That, that was thing, cool. Yeah. Which they've improved because that was always kind of the complaint is a lot of things when you're not near the ball, some of the AI, the stuff is like, it's being stupid. So, and then the yeah. the physical mechanics of your player, it looks like they really, really. Well, like they're them. playing for the ball, even though they're not on the ball and stuff like that. Like yeah. that, that was really interesting from just like a, a, a soccer fan or just a sports fan because EA, like Nate alluded to earlier, EA has been doing sports games forever. So it's in the game, EA right? EA yeah. Sports. It's yeah. in the game. So. Next, we're going to talk about um, uh, EA Originals, uh, which was a really cool thing they started last year with a game called Unravel, which I have yet to play. Uh, I heard these, it's got mixed reviews. It looks gorgeous uh, from what I read, but it was kind of a cool thing that EA, I think EA was trying to say, hey, you know, we're not the evil corporation that you think we are because EA is it kind of been off in my mind is like all right we're going to cut a bunch of people go to this studio people are going to lose their jobs switch over here we have all these different organizations going all over the place and now, and now they have you know a Star Wars license and they're this huge company but I felt like they they were like hey you know what we're going to do this thing called EA Originals where all the profits go to the developers of the game and I thought that was really cool of them to do that and I think last year with Unraveled it kind of opened the doors like hey look at I mean, EA wouldn't do something like this, but now they're they're kind of like saying, "Hey, we're gonna show you what we can do and what we can do." We believe in these up and coming independent developers, and like, "Hey, check out what they can do." And we're gonna help them support them as much as they can. And the EA is gonna be pretty much a a platform, if you will, to show off their their companies, you know, and their upcoming artists and um, game developers. Yeah. So they first announced a game called Fay, uh, which is uh, which I found out later is Swedish for fairy. So that that was kind of cool, um, but it is a game that is essentially first time when I first saw Faye, I was like, this looks like Ori, and the Blind Forest, which is a great game by the way, meets um, Journey meets Ratchet and Clank because it had like all these weird little elements in there, uh, like it, it did like the side scrolling and then it did this third person thing, almost kind of felt like a uh, Sly Cooper game at first because you were you had like these stealth elements, so. I wanted to get your thoughts, uh, Nate, on what you saw. The little we saw. It wasn't a lot on so, say. Yeah, there wasn't a ton of gameplay. Um, I like the concept. So I I have a mixed feelings about this art style. It's it's coming in a lot of games, this black shadow art versus having full colors. Like I, Some people really like it. 
um, Limbo is another option, one that kind of has that same yeah. feeling. Um, the one thing that intrigued me was he specifically said there's no vocals in the entire game. It's all sound-based music. It's all sound. Like, everything yeah. has sound. The trees have a sound. Animals have a sound. And as you learn those sounds, you can control those things. So yeah. it had some really interesting concept. There's a part where he flies. Hey, it looks like Limbo, too. Like, yeah. look at that. Like, that looks like, like yeah. Limbo from the side there. I was like, ooh, that kind of looks like I Limbo. I think you get Limbo for free right for now. For free right now. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. they last it. Yeah. Um, he flew, and then the guy flew on the back of something at two different points. So it was like a dragon-looking thing, yeah, like, or like a manta ray, a manta ray, yeah. yeah. So there was a whole. It was weird. So I, I, I have mixed. It could be cool, but we don't know enough of it. I need to see more gameplay to be like, okay, I'm buying this or yeah. the scale we made. I, I'm yeah. uh, right now. It's on the potentially wait till it's you know on clearance yeah. or on gold or, or on gold yeah. because I, I need to see more because right now right. It, it looks. Looks like a very simplistic. I feel like it's a side scroller that went 3D. Right. Like the first Started time off you, a side scroller, and then so the first time you played Super Mario right. on 64 and it went 3D. I feel like you're transitioning from a right. side scroller to this. So it I, almost looks. I mean, first glance, I, I was like, "Is this a 3D Ori?" Because it almost has that kind of look it's, to it. Yeah. It's even the little creature looks like like Ori. There's got to be know? a name for that art style, right? Because it's just very shadowy, less details, right. less is more mentality, right. silhouette. Yeah. yeah. Um, but. Real quick before we jump into Star Wars uh, uh, on uh, EA, uh, what, what other things would you guys like to see from these independent developers? Like, what would you like to see? Like puzzle, puzzle games? Would you like to see RTS? Because it looks like they're kind of opening the door a little bit to branch out to different uh, ideas. Um, in my initial thoughts, it. I'm so used to AAA titles, it's hard to see some of these top-down or side-scrollers and get excited about them. Sure. Um, for me, it's got to be gameplay. Like, if you give me something that's puzzly oriented, like, I love things that make you think or it's not just button mashers or not just kill this thing. So if a lot of independent students put out things or have a certain quirk, like uh, there's an independent game that's... Um, it's Brotherhood of Evil. It's basically Max and the Brotherhood of Evil, or Max and the Brotherhood. Um, basically, monsters kidnap his brother, and he's got this art pin, and it's a unique. It's a side scroller. However, there's different art things you can do to pass through these levels. Sure. So that's unique gameplay. So if I, I understand they can't get us 3D AAA graphics, but you, for me, you have to have. It's some all about kind gameplay. Of, yeah. Use make me use the controller in ways I've never done before. That's sure. what I want from an indie game. Yeah. Deuce, thoughts on Faye? Probably yeah. not going to play it. No. Nah, you okay. know me in indies. Yeah. He's probably not going to play it. <laughs> he's, he's Big a, fart noise. He's a AAA guy. All right. So like AAA all the way. Yeah. So now we get into uh, Star Wars news, which wasn't a lot of news, really. It was a ton of news with no content. Exactly. <laughs> it, they rehashed, all right, well, we have you know Battlefront and all this stuff. We're going to have DLC and stuff added. We're, the new Battlefront. There's going to be another addition to Battlefront. Single 2017. 2017 and all that, that. single-player campaign and as well, which is very important because even um, even the guy who played Finn, um, John Boyega, was like, "There's no single-player campaign in Battlefront. What are you talking about?" So that'll be that'll be nice to see that. So it looks like they're they're just like they're like EA is like, "All right, we're just gonna put out as much Star Wars as you want, and if you're gonna buy it, you know, we're gonna put out great quality material because you know Disney has really done a great job of acquiring licenses like Marvel and all that, and they've done the overall a decent job with." You know, the good fan service. And I feel like with Star Wars, is like, yes, you like Star Wars? Check that box. You, you like games? Check that box. I feel like uh, EA is, you know, it's in good hands now. I was a little worried at first. But now I feel like, you know, love it or hate it, Battlefront, you know, did move the series forward in, in I, I would say, a good direction. Uh, hopefully with the uh, single-player additions, it'll be better. 
Um, Battlefront's amazing. I got it for Christmas. I play the hell out of it. However, I play most for Fighter Squadron because yeah. flying X-Wings in TIE Fighters is amazing. Yeah. Uh, and there's Thunder in Florida. Um, they showed us a bunch of other... There's like nine studios working with EA. They showed DICE, uh, Respawn, who Respawn's does Titan Spawn. Awesome. Yeah. And they all were doing different aspects. So it looks like they was actually showing us without telling us a bunch of different games. So let's uh, talk about two of the major studios. Uh, Visceral, of course, is the big one that I'm really excited about. Visceral Studios, uh, they're, they they bra- they grabbed Amy Henning, who is the original uh, story director of the Uncharted series. And so she's over here now. They, they had one screenshot that I was like, oh, my God, this is a third-person action game. But it's original characters in the Star Wars universe. You're not really sure the timeline where it is in the universe. Yeah. But it almost kind of feels like they were taking elements of that. Remember that game that got canceled? Uh, yeah, it was the, like bat uh, 1707 or whatever. 1313. Yeah, remember that got canceled. I'm yeah. thinking if they took assets from that and maybe added it into this because it kind of reminds me of that a little bit. It looks a lot like it, and it feels like you're exactly <laughs> right. Like maybe they took because you got to remember when EA got the Lucas Art stuff, they got it lock, stock, and smoke and barrel. So I mean, they could do pretty much whatever they wanted with it. Yeah, like it looked amazing. My only problem is you only got eight seconds of it, and I was like, I really could have used. But it looks. Seconds. I mean, this is yeah, pre-alpha. It, this looks gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, it, don't get me wrong. It looks pretty, but I would have liked a good and thirty this, seconds. And this and this was actual in-game like footage, yeah. like him yeah, walking they, around. I was yeah. like, oh my god, the yeah. lighting and so. My I, I, mm-hmm. my prediction is it's Rogue One or Han Solo related because those are the two movies, and Disney's a whore for yeah. merchandising. Yeah. So I have a feeling this is going to tie into, if not Rogue One, because that's coming out this year. Yeah. Um, right. The Han Solo movies Han coming Solo. out. Right. So it might be something in line. Like a Han Solo um, game or something. They are supposed to be making this all lore and canon. So games and everything is supposed to. They, they, the, yeah, it's all it's all canon and all the yeah. stories. But they did say they're not just going to do. They also didn't say they're. They specifically said. They're not only just going to be doing movie tie-ins. They're going to do original stories yep. well, stuff that, as well. One of, and I want to say maybe it was Respawn. Respawn said they were making a game. Original. The, original game, but it was going to be in a different like. And did you period. guys see yeah. the VR stuff that was in that trailer yeah. too? Yeah. The thing Respawn had is all the motion cap. Yeah. Yep. They are the ones that had all the motion cap. It made me think, honestly, is it Night a Solar fighter? Pro- oh, okay. But if you saw it, it was all lightsaber combat, lightsaber obviously. Combat, yeah. But they were doing... Way too many moves and different motions like to me to have it just be because yeah. normally lightsaber combats, unless even the Force Awakens is kind of just part of it. Yeah, this was a lot of motion cap to show right. for just part of it. If and we don't want to we don't want a crappy connect uh, Star Wars game. We want like a religion. Yeah, but you're like, thinking maybe it's actually a fighter connect. like a Mortal Mortal Kombat <laughs> fighter game. I'm wondering if they're going like a fighter because r- r- that's what it looked like to me. Because we have already had one amazing Star Wars fighting game, Masters of the Terrace Kasi. Yeah. What? I actually really like that game, but I guess I'm a weirdo. And 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 just because it was said, I would love a Connect Star Wars fighting game. <laughs> oh, that would be cool. I would, I would play the shit out of that. <laughs> um, yeah. So it'd be interesting to see what happens. Even a lot of this stuff isn't isn't coming out till next year at the That's earliest. That's the problem. Like, this was like a crap. This cop. pissed me off. Yeah. Yeah. It's like here's Star Wars because I know you love it. By the way, you're not getting any of it for at least a year. It was literally it was like 12 minutes of nothing though. Yeah. 12 minutes full of oohs and ahs. It was but it, it was guy like out of no it. offense. There was a lot of concept artists doing their thing. Like oh, it looks pretty. It was a lot of chaffa. Yeah. I mean it really was. <laughs> but that was but weed, it was to be chaffa. fair, it was the same thing last year. They did the same thing. He did the same well, thing no, no, with. No, 
last year they showed some of the like the the Battlefront stuff. They showed at least a little bit. Well, of Well, yeah, EA but they they did have. A, they were like, oh, well, we have a game, but we can't tell you about it. And then well, they this had is games plural. That yeah, they showed us. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. It's it's cotton candy. So it let, is. Let me explain yeah. my analogy. Yeah. You yeah. get this giant. 17-inch in diameter cotton candy, but once you start eating it, it condenses down to a few drops. Sure, yeah. That's what it was. It was this huge look at me now, but if you look at the actual the, bullocks the, of yeah, it. Yeah, the actual, it, like, there wasn't yeah. anything there. It was all, I'm we know you, you love that. the universe, so yep. we're going to tease you with stuff because we know you're going to geek out over sure. it. Sure. That's what the, the yep. whole thing was. No, I agree. So, I, I, well, I, so that's pretty much all we can really say about Star Wars uh, right now because that's all we really know. But definitely stay tuned for the future. Uh, we'll have Nate back in again uh, for an update, you know, on what's going oh, on yeah. with Star Wars. And I, I will say this. I'm excited about the new Battlefront because I like the Battlefront I have now. The only thing that made me mad is they're like, yes, you've got – because I think they've only got one or two more pieces of DLC in the season pass to I release. I think so. And then it's over. So I'm like, I would have really liked them, especially if it's coming out next Christmas – why don't you t show a little bit of it? Because I mean, come on, if it's coming out next Christmas, they got some of it done. Yeah. So it's Star Wars is is the hype engine, right? So sure. It's three yeah. years before the last, the first, the Force Awakens came up. They mm -hmm. started hyping yeah. hype. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all the hype engine, and I think right. they're just continuing that kind yeah. of. Precedent. Well, as long as they put out quality games, I don't care. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's that's pretty much it on that. And lastly, uh, we have Battlefield One, uh, which uh, the trailer got leaked online. Which I noticed a lot this year as well, more than anything. A lot There's of stuff lot got of leaked. Um, I'm putting leaked in quotes. Yeah. Oh, you think they I deliberately? Yeah. Come yeah. on, it's yeah. it's pre it's pre E3 buzz, right? Because yeah. they even sure. made a joke for the nine people who haven't seen this. Right. You know, it's they. Yeah. It, it's leaked, quote unquote yeah. leaked. Yeah. I mean, as much yeah. as Kanye album got quote unquote leaked. leaked. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, we won't spend a lot of time on Battlefield One, um, but I, I do. I'll, I'll tell you tell you three things that I liked that I thought was interesting. I don't. I'm not. I w I'm not going to go and say I'm a historian. I don't know a lot about, you know, war and stuff like that. But you know, I know a little bit about, uh, you know, World War One, how different it was from World War Two. And I remember there's not there's not a lot of games in World War One too, which is cool because World War Two was tech. Yeah. yeah, World War Two was just like World War Two games out the ass. Like there was yeah. so many World War Two games, you were just like, it's all right, that's original Call of Duty, original. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that was Metal all World War. Yeah. they were Metal. all World War. Yeah, everything two games was World War Two yeah. until they finally had modern warfare, and then everybody yeah. lost their shit, and then it all went to modern combat. The thing I like about the Battlefield One stuff that I've seen is it feels the most uh, diverse, the yeah. most unique. And what I mean by that is you can literally go ride a horse, go pick up a shovel. There's blimps in the sky. Yeah. Like it feels so. so Different, you know, yeah. than the other ones. Like, there's a lot more variety than before, and that kind of excites me. My biggest gripe with Battlefields ever. I've always been a, a Call of Duty guy. Yeah. My biggest gripe with Call with um, Battlefields were the maps were huge, which is awesome. However, if you got screwed under spawns, yeah, it was a four minute of real time run to get back to the action. Yeah. yeah. I think that's where all the the horses and everything, all the vehicles. It looks like more that's coming to play. The thing that got me excited is the behemoth thing they're talking oh, about. Oh, absolutely. There's the Zeppelin. There's a train, and then there's a battleship. Yeah. And oh, from wow. what I understand, if one team actually gets down, they get the behemoth to try to balance out the match. balance it out, yeah. Oh, wow. But those things can be, like, when they also pimp that the entire environment is adjustable. Yep. And then the dynamic weather. So that would be awesome. You can yeah. play the same map five different times, and the weather could be five different. It's all five different experiences. Right. Yeah. Um, like, things like, if I didn't know this until I read some things online. If the Zeppelin crashes... Wherever it lands, it pretty much wipes out everybody there. Oh so yeah, there's even it makes some sense. Some logic to 
crashing yeah. the yeah. Zeppelin in the right spot. Yeah, yeah So there, it looks like they're adding a lot possible. more just thinking, and I think yeah. they've really listened because I, I have a feeling the horses and the traveling thing is that was my biggest complaint, and it was echoed a lot. Was if you got screwed on your spawn, yeah. you might as well quit the match because you're right. going to spend three to four minutes of running and not seeing anybody, and it's right. annoying. I agree. So I, I'm I'm uh, positively optimistic to use that cliched uh, phrase. But I do like what I've seen with Battlefield. And I'm not, yeah. like we said earlier, not the biggest online guy. But this actually has me raising my eyebrow, if that yeah. makes sense. Yep. So I won't be a day one purchase. It might be a maybe, what was the other option? The third uh, uh, the, the, the maybe discount. The maybe goes on sale. Yeah, wait till it goes on sale, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'm interested to see if it's got a single player campaign. I think that's the one thing I am kind of interested in. Most of them do. I mean, Battlefield 4 had, Battlefield 4 had one. Um, yeah. That was decent. And Hardline had one, too. Yeah, they were decent. Um and uh, I had a friend let me borrow it. Um, and uh, TJ, thank you. I need to give them back to him. Uh, and, but yeah, so like we'll see what happens with it. But um, you know, this is gonna fall unfortunately to the timing monster. The twenty first um, is when Battlefield comes out. Mm -hmm. The twenty eighth is when Titanfall comes out. Oh, I, oh, yeah. I can't buy two. F I, I'm not going to buy two FPSs. They're the same game. Yeah. I mean, not the same game. They're the same genre. Yeah. And uh, I love uh, Titanfall too much. Yeah. That's smart. unfortunately also, it's gonna fall I'm gonna be to straight up honest. I think Titanfall is gonna. I mean, Titanfall is gonna clean up. I they're think a week apart, and yeah. I think Titanfall. I think it's just a bad I, decision by Battle uh, by EA to put out. You know, uh, I, well, a I've week said before this for a hot minute, and I'm gonna say it again. They were smart when they did Hardline. They dropped it during the summer. Battlefield needs to get the hell away from Christmas and go to like, uh, you know, go to a February, March, April, uh, and drop it then because it's just. Between Call of Duty and all the other big AAA titles, it's just sure. too crowded. Yep. Move. Your Every yep. game is coming out in October this yeah. month, I swear yeah. to God. And yeah, it's, like October this year is, is yeah. like, oh, the $450 month. Yeah. So well, there's one of them every year. Every yeah. year there's one month where it just seems like everything drops. Yep, that's true. And I just got lucky this year because there's very little on my buy list this year. So. Right. Okay, so that was our talk uh, about E3. What? what? Sorry. Oh, yeah, one more thing to add. There's one thing I want to – it slightly ties back to sports games. Sure. Um, so eSports is becoming giant, right? Absolutely. So League yeah. of Legends, um, Dota, um, Hearthstone all have giant eSports things now. Right. EA announced their three levels of uh, play to help enhance that. That's There's, true. That's right. Um, I forgot the names. One of them is – one of them is – your own tournaments. You can set up your own tournaments and facilitate them through EA's site. Okay. Um, there's a partner base, so it's EA with Thro uh, Turtle Beach or whatever. Okay. Put on a part. Put on a tournament, okay. and then EA is going to have their four. And they released the names. It was like EA Bowl, EA Super, yeah. Arena. Arena, I think was yeah. It was, that's what it was. Arena. Um, it's where it's EA putting on these things, and there's going to be prizes and giveaways and all this type. That's a cool, it, cool idea. There's a million dollars at stake for this, and it's starting with Madden, but they have already said straight up it's going to apply to all their sports games. So, yeah. um, and they're going to have stuff on ESPN three and all that. They're going to have yep. a lot of televised the, stuff. The oh, really? Madden final, the top eight Madden players are going, going on awesome. are going on and they're doing that now. They they previewed two players, oh, nice. a problem, and I can't remember the other guy's name. Uh, uh, some, Smo, Mo, something, something Mo. Mo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the eSports scene is getting big, and when we get to Microsoft, a lot of people have actually been saying stuff. Quake, when they brought – once we get to Bethesda, we'll talk yeah. about it too. The eSports support by the developers is kind of getting interesting because it's showing a shift in support for – because they want their own piece of the pie. Because, I mean, yeah. like League of Legends, right, is making – 
literally billions of dollars off that game yeah. right. and the support for the tournament modes and like LCS well, and stuff is amazing. E- ESPN uh, really they they were blown away just by uh, Here's of the Storm, Here's of the Dorm yeah. uh, thing that happened last year. People were like, "What? Are we getting all these people checking it out?" It's amazing, you know. So like, it's opening eyes for a lot of people, yeah, and I think yeah. it's a good idea. And it's a you know, our big shout out to our our sponsor, uh, the Mega Buck. He has an awesome uh, team as well. Uh, so I imagine he, his his uh, esports team will be rocking it as oh, well. I'm sure, so I'm sure. big shout out to him and his team. Uh, but yeah, so I, I think it's interesting to see kind of how the, the you know multiplayer competitive multiplayer has really changed in the last let's say five years. It's really grown into a profitable yeah even the teams are businesses like yep. uh, i mean uh team liquid uh T- tsm cloud nine mm-hmm. these are they start off in one game but now they have like csgo teams and they're, yep. it's a money maker i think ea is smart by helping facilitate this and I get agree. their own piece yep. of the pie in there it's awesome so of course that was our ea talk we're gonna briefly and i and nate and i joked before the show briefly talk about bethesda because there really wasn't a lot to say about Bethesda because they'd already put out their major titles. Uh, they'd already put out their major titles, Doom and Fallout and, and all that as well. Um, but let's go ahead and talk a little about what you guys' thoughts were on the Bethesda. They opened up uh, the Bethesda uh, thing with Quake, as Nate alluded, uh, alluded to earlier. Wanted to get your thoughts on uh, what you thought about Quake. I have I have a mixed bag on Quake. So originally I love Quake. I played Quake when it first came out. Oh yeah. We all did, right? Very popular so it was, series, yeah. It was Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein then Doom, then yep. Quake. Quake. It was the natural yeah. progression exactly. of those first person shooters. Yeah. Sure. I I really wish they just made a new IP. I you're rehashing something that's been rehashed. Now, this is Re- the third, third time, time yeah. we're rehashing Quake. Um I like what they're doing. It seems like they listen to the community on it. Um it's called Quake Champions just right, for yeah. the to keep it the official name. Um but it's bringing back there, you could have made a new first-person shooter, and that because Doom's coming back too, right? And it's just like, uh, and I they're adding more to Doom, and Doom's growing, and Doom, yeah. you know, sold really well. So it's yeah. like, Doom sold so it's really so it's well. like they have that, and it's like now they're adding mods to Doom, and I mean, you know, on, on consoles as well. So it's like there's a lot going on. So it's for me, it's like I for someone like me that hasn't played Quake. When did Quake Two come out? I don't even remember. A long ass time ago. Yeah, I'm like, I'd have like, to look it up. But it, I mean, there's a fan. There, there's a cult following I'm for 10 it. Plus years ago, yeah. there's a cult following for it. But I wouldn't say it's Doom level hype. Like people were. Doom well, has been. Doom was like the FPS that got FPSs on the ground for exactly. PC. Then it, it yeah. really migrated migrated to consoles, but migrated to like every console there, there was at the time. I just like you could play for Doom me, uh, yay anything. Quake! I'm this is will be when it's game for gold. I'll download it. Sure, I just, I just check it out. I, I'm done. Like you re it's rehash after rehash after rehash and. Make up, make up, at something new and it, call it's not, it. I've been it's happier. not for me, and and to be honest, I kind of felt like it looked very Destiny-like in a bad way. Uh, a lot of the jumping and the monsters, and it just felt very well, poor man's. Uh, it was only a CGI trailer. That's it wasn't all you any saw. Kind of gameplay trailer. Right. So it's like it's hard to yeah. judge it based on just a CG trailer. Yeah. But what, of what I saw, it looked very Destiny, like you're ripping off Destiny, which is weird because Quake <laughs> is before that. But just thanks, Deuce. Yeah. This episode <laughs> brought to you by Deuces. Deuce's acid reflux. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pepsid, not a sponsor. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the next thing I want to talk about in Bethesda, uh, real quick, is their their Elder Scrolls uh, uh, strategy card game that they briefly touched on last year. I, Nate and I, are, you know, in Deuce, we've all played strategy card games, you know, Magic and all that and stuff in the past, and 
I like Hearthstone a little. Uh, I played a lot of it. I haven't played much of it in the last six months because they changed to the new wild format, standard format, which heard is good. I haven't changed it's, to play it's it. It's fun. I heard is good. Uh, I want to get back into it. But I, I, I don't understand. Like, I know there's a huge, there's a friend, the, the Elder Scrolls series is huge. I'm, yeah. I've played them all, all three, all four, five of them, excuse me. Uh, all five of them. I've played all five of the Elder Scrolls games and enjoyed all of them. Um, Lord knows I put 250 hours into Skyrim, which we'll get into in a minute. Um, but I, I don't, there's not like characters that I really like, you know, with yeah. Blizzard, you have all these established, you know, stories and characters that you can, you know, Jaina and all that. And they're like, oh, wow, this is great. You know, yeah, Thrall. Thrall. And, you know, yeah. Names that you're like, like you have oh, like, yeah. but with Elder Scrolls, I'm like, I don't really, there's not really like notable characters. There's a characters. bunch of jars, right? Jars. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it doesn't grab me. Like even I, I didn't play really, didn't play, I didn't really play WoW, but I knew about the characters. Because they, they were household names. And so it's like when I, when I went to Hearthstone, I was like, oh, I know this character. I've seen him all over the place. But in even like League of Legends, like League of Legends, I would see a League of Legends card game more than I would see, you know, yeah. an Elder Scrolls one. Because League of Legends is huge, right? And it's got yeah. notable they, characters. There's been talk about a LOL card game forever. But yeah, yeah it's Elder Scroll Legends. Right. Or as I'm going to call it, Elder Scroll Stone. Because it looked <laughs> like. Well, that was a joke last year was they, they did. Someone did a side-by-side. Uh, trailer of when Hearthstone originally got announced, and they showed it back, and it looks almost shot for shot like uh, they were just ripping it's, off Hearthstone. Oh, there's the crystals, what they call something else. I mean, yeah. literally, I was like, this is Hearthstone, and they may have a, 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 pat- a patent infringement. There is. There's some characters like, that look very similar, like, too. And yeah. Even like the your heroes have little quotes they say when they come into play. I was like, really? I've seen this game, and it's called Hearthstone. Yeah, and, and Hearthstone has thir- literally 30 million people are still playing Hearthstone. 30 million people it's, are playing they, Hearthstone. Yeah, they just dropped a new expansion, and it's yeah. it's giant. And, yeah, yeah, so, like, you're, well, I don't get it. That That's my main question is I don't understand why it's out because there's another company that's going to do better that that's putting out a, a card game. Which we'll get, <coughs> yeah, that will do better than Elder Scrolls. I'm sorry, Legends. I'm sorry. Yeah. that has In that game, hasn't been out as long, The Witcher 3, which we'll get in, you know, Gwent later. But it's like, I don't get it, Nate. I don't understand. I, Who's it for? The I don't know. I guess they're 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 so Elder Scrolls in general is a giant franchise, right? Morrowind. We can all name yeah. them. We've all played Obs- them probably. Uh, Obsid- not Obsidian. Oblivion. Oblivion. Yeah. Um. So they announced the Skyrim remaster, which, which that was really quick, right? And what was up with? Uh, I noticed with all the conferences, and. Them pulling away and showing crowd reactions. I'm like, dude, I want to see the footage. I know they're like, going to show HD trailers later online, but... This is the thing like, that torqued me off is, like, <laughs> it's A, it's that rehash. Right. Rehashing for the money grab. But, so, I played Skyrim on PC. Mm-hmm. There was already 4K. All the textures you see, I swear they went and got mods. Right. Redid them for themselves and say, hey, here's our 4K. Because I already had a 4K texture. Sure. My, yeah. my PC rig has is a 4K monitor. Yeah. I already had a 4K... Um, mod pe- texture pack. Right. So it was like this isn't new. This is this is new for a console, but right. PC has had this forever. And yay, it's prettier, but there's my, no. My thing is, if you already wanted to play Skyrim, you already found Skyrim. If you already wanted to play Skyrim, you already found a way to play it. You already know the joke about arrows and knees. Like, right. You've already played. No it. one ever even played the goddamn game, and I know about the arrow. And but knee like, joke. if you really wanted to play Skyrim, you would have already played it by now because it came out 2011. Dude. Yeah, I don't like, think anyone went. You know what? The graphics aren't good enough. I'm waiting. No. Because even those people, they then soon that uh, on Steam they released the HD pack, which at least brought it to HD, and then there was free mods that brought it to uh, 4K. Okay, and they didn't announce a price, but what what. Twenty bucks? Do you think that's fair? 
No, it's going to be more than that. I bet you that bet you going to be at least 40. It, here, really? It's going to me off because it should be a DLC for Skyrim. It should not be a standalone game. It should be Skyrim, a DLC for the 4K. They're going to uh, – 40 bucks. It's yeah, going to make me mad. Not. 50 or 60. I wouldn't. I'm not going to. I mean, if I've already. 60, uh, if it's 60, I'm flipping a table. Cause that's, I've already that's put 250 shameless. hours uh, into it. I'm not, I don't need to. I mean, I'm not going to put more on yeah. it. So it's not a buy for me. As much as I love Skyrim, I I, I, I don't see the need for it. But um, Then they had the ESO update. Oh, scroll online. Online, though. which I, they said people are playing it. I don't know anyone that plays it. but I have some friends who played it. Um, I played the beta. How was the beta? It, so the beta is. This is. Now a couple of years ago, it was it's every like two or three. So I I started off. I've been playing MMOs since Ultima Online, and yeah. I played Anarchy Online and EverQuest, and yeah. I've played every MMO. So the it's it's Tamriel free. So basically, there was level restrictions to get to certain areas, and people were saying old players couldn't get their friends in because they'd have to catch up to their level. So right. after you go past the tutorial, basically the world's your oyster, right. which to me is the death throes of ESO trying to stay online. It was a pay-to-play game, then it went free, and now it's doing the even more free, and we're trying to attract new players by making it friendly to where if Kyle had played for five years or three years, right. I could jump in and meet him could immediately start grouping. Yeah. Cool from a if you really wanted to play that game, but to me it's a it's a sign of the end. That's what yeah. they did like with Old Republic. One did the same, yeah. the whole same thing. Yeah, it's the when you start opening up to any anybody can get anywhere, and you're yeah. trying to get anyone to group. It's to me, it's the end is nigh. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, yeah. For those that want to play uh, Elder Scrolls Online, go ahead, check it out. You know, not not for me, not for Deuce, yeah, not no, for Nate. It's so. nothing new. Thumbs opinion. down from us. Um, it, actually, Brandy is here. So, Deuce, if you wouldn't mind handing Brandy the microphone yeah, real yeah. quick, she just joined us because I want to get her thoughts because she doesn't know any of this yet. So, I'm going to unlatch unlatch this on her real quick. What's happening? So, Bethesda <laughs> had their conference, Brandy. Of course, we're talking about E3. Uh huh. And of course, they're doing new stuff for Fallout 4, which we'll get to in a minute. But they're also getting they're doing a whole new, I would say, 2.0 uh, 2.0 version of Fallout Shelter, brand oh, new upgrade. Yeah. So, and uh, and you, you know, give people your background on uh, Fallout Shelter real quick. I'm the <laughs> Fallout Shelter queen. <laughs> yeah, she's uh maxed out everything she can max out, um, and all the way to the bottom floor. And yeah. we we're we we're almost thinking about doing a tutorial of it because you had it down to a science. Yeah. And people were just like, "Wow!" Uh, and it's a great game, and I enjoyed it. I know uh, that I spent like a full on, like a full day, like just chatting in our group's chat be like oh well first you need to do this 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 and this and like yeah like she had it down to a science yeah like how you do your resources and all that but they're adding a whole bunch of new stuff brandy um which i'm going to tell you now because she did not see the trailer they're adding oh a, they're adding um and tell me more they're adding a quest <laughs> mode which is cool so when you send out your, cre- your creatures your your uh, uh Dwellers. dwellers. When you see your dwellers out, you can actually send them out to different locations and actually go to the locations and see where they're at, like the Red Rocket Inn Ooh. and all that different stuff. And they give you different perks, and they'll notify you when they're in distress or something. So, like a pop-up, like, hey, this person's this needs this and all that. And so you can go in, and, and you get different items and specials for that. Can you do that. anything for them when they're in distress? Like, you Well, can, there's different pop-ups. That they, yeah, you can send them extra items and different things like that. But the cool thing is you can find other people in there as well that can come along, as, which is neat. Yeah. The combat's improved. So well, say it's a, it's a new, they, they touted a new combat system. New combat system. So it's all touch-based, obviously, because it's t- mobile. But the cool thing about the, the combat, you know how you were in like a Rad Roach area and 
you just had random dwellers in there. You, you were shooting someone, hope they shot them. Yeah, mm-hmm. hope they shot them. Now you can actually grab depending on the weapon. So if you have a shotgun or a flamethrower or a napalm or whatever, you can actually direct with a line to what enemy. And if you have an, a dweller on the other side, they can direct to whatever enemy they want. So mm-hmm. you can have multiple things going on at the same time, which is really neat. Interesting. So they've added, I think. 25, 34 more floors you can add on there as well. And then they're doing uh, additional... Uh, well, did they expand how many dwellers you can have in your vault? I, I, they didn't officially I, say, but I know they. I know by what I we maxed, saw. I maxed out my population to where... Because th- you, can't, you can't build more um, rooms that Because you have, maxed out the population. Yeah, that, uh, that exceed the population. Which was it? So okay, fine. So then, I mean, I I did it just because I wanted to say I did it. But all I did was the last like five levels were just storage rooms because storage rooms don't have to have a person in them. Right. But well, the, like, but the cool thing is they're adding new jobs, new rooms, new areas. Like mm-hmm. it's just packed full of stuff. So it's for someone, especially you know, for those who haven't checked it out. This is I'll the do version. it again. But you would you would just start from scratch because you wouldn't yeah. want to start it from a, a pre-existing game because no, that would, I, I, don't I, know would, how that I would work, start but, over. But be excited because it's free. They're continuing to make this free, as far as I so know. So my Sweet. question to you, the Brandy. Yeah. It came on iOS first, right? And Correct. I, I have I have an iOS phone. My gripe, which I don't know if they've changed, is you are penalized pretty hardcore if you didn't check in really often. Right, Brandy. Like you what's had your to thoughts crack on that? that game open every hour or. Stuff no. was going downhill when it first came out. That was my gripe. Was like yeah, they, they've updated it and patched they, it since they then. Because like that was there were some bugs that you had, right? Yeah, but that was the thing because you ran out of resources. It actually was beneficial. Uh, maybe it wasn't like that way at the very beginning, mm. but for me, it was beneficial to like because you know you run low. First of all, th- I learned after my first vault and it failed. but i learned after that how in what order to build the the resources to where i didn't run out of resources Mm -hmm. uh so quickly but what it was beneficial to uh get everybody to at least you know out of the red zone and then to leave it alone okay and then come back to it because then you you could collect right away because people collect the the time goes by even if you're not actively on the game sure so, so I must have changed it because literally I'd be gone for three hours at work. Yeah. I'd go on a break and half my people were nearly dead from rad poisoning. I'm like, right. I, I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> like I yeah. can't babysit. Yeah. They've thing. done a lot of patches and updates since the, yeah, the original iOS. It, the key to the original, well, to the, the version that's currently out before the 2.0, the key to it was, you know, everything runs off of electricity. So you have to build the electricity first and then you want to build equal like if you build one electricity room fine but then you need to build one food room and one water room you don't want to build like five water rooms and not enough electricity to power them and then and you know or reverse of that and so on and so forth so as long as you stack your rooms up evenly and stack them three wide don't do two wide or one yeah she's got it down like i mean legit at all it, it, it was fun the idea but i'm glad they're yeah. adding to it you know and they're not charging you for it there's like you can still no, buy I'll the lunch boxes will, and all that but like i will totally and she's abs- bought lunch boxes she's gotten money uh, <laughs> bethesda's gotten money from brandy she's like hey I can did. i buy a lunch box this week i'm like yeah you, you made a com- <laughs> you made a comment that they're changing though you said it's touchscreen Oh no no no! It's always been touch based. Well, no. Oh no no no! That's right. They, they announced the Quest and PC version. So there is a PC version. You're right. PC, Thanks which for I now me. wonder if 
can I open up Shelter oh, on my Oh, if it's cross-platform? And if it's got a login or something, and then oh, I can kick on my that'd PC be cool. browser and, and then play and, on the Because Brandy's got a, a Microsoft Surface Pro, so sh- that'd be cool to say. That see, would be cool to see. P- you know you're going to play the hell out of it. Okay. <laughs> now we're going to step in her She's world. got a big smile now. <laughs> She's like, really? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, look at her face. You can't see it all, but you just opened up her, her world. Bethesda's getting more I money. Yep. <laughs> yeah, she's, I mean, because I, mean, I was like, you know what? I buy games. She doesn't really buy games. Go ahead. Buy some lunchboxes. I don't care. Yeah, you know? the lunchboxes. Uh, they were cool bundles. Every, t- every now and then you'd get like a legendary player or whatever out of the lunchboxes. Um, I bought like one of the automatic yeah. dudes. Yeah. Uh, but but you you it was fun. I John mean, blank the butler machine guy. I forget. Oh, uh, handy ha- Mr. Handy. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um. So that was cool. But yeah, so yeah, you joined in at the right time. We're talking about Fallout Shelter. Yay. So but she's gonna be playing the hell out of this, folks, on her Surface Pro because it's touch based. Uh-huh. Oh my God, I, that's all she's gonna do now. Uh, and that's coming well, out liked, in like this I year, July, something like that. This year, I think. I think July or this summer. I like the like Mr. That. Handybot uh, thing that you could buy. I always had him on my top floor because he would automatically go to whatever room on that floor needed him. Mm-hmm. So if you had uh, an attack, like somebody busted all down your your vault door, you didn't have to drag the handy bot to that room. Right. He would automatically, automatically go. go there. So I like that part. It just looks like they've taken like suggestions of PC and update are released in July. So it's July. Confirmed. Okay. So there you go, Brandy. I know what you're doing in this summer, this July. Next month. Yep. She's gonna be playing Earth's Vault Shelter on that Microsoft yeah, I'll do Surface Pro because it's all touchscreen, you know, and all that stuff. So yeah, I'll do it again. Yeah. Heck yeah. For they announced the mod support for consoles. Yeah, real quick, uh, the mod support for consoles and, and VR and the VR support, which is the Bethesda VR. Uh, yeah, they showed. Thank so you, Brandy. They had a they had showed a quick thing of a guy playing on a uh, Samsung VR was playing the game on it. Um, so it's interesting. So we'll see. I like the idea. Um, I honestly didn't care for Fallout 4 a ton. The VR aspect might make me kind of like this is kind of cool. So uh, we'll I, see. I put a lot of hours into Fallout. Um, I still haven't beaten it. Um, and, and not and I could have beaten it like completionist like me. Yeah, Here's my I issue. I spent twelve hours building my first little town. Yeah, that first town. Shit. You, yeah, I know I, I demolished yeah. it all. Then started rebuilding everything, and then I realized like literally twelve hours pass. I'm like, I can't play this game because I'm gonna, and I, I fill up on weight too much because I grab everything. So it's one of those I'm too addictive and compulsive yeah. that I can't play this game. I put about a hundred and sixty hours into it, and uh, until my good friend Mike Mike said, "Hey, you know those side quests? They they're endless." I go, "What?" Because yeah, all those you know Preston missions where you're going to like find other survivors. That's just randomly, procedurally generated, and it never ends. It goes on forever. So a lot of my a lot of my side quests I could have stopped like sixty hours ago, but I did upgrade and find some cool stuff, explored a lot of the map, so it was fun. I did, I a enjoyed lot of XP and stuff. I got I, I mean, enjoyed doing it. It wasn't yeah. like I wasted my time. Brandy knew I played a lot of it, you know. Uh, but I haven't played any of the DLC. I heard good things about the robots and all that different things. Yeah, I got all the DLC. Yeah, uh, but the main thing that you get the main two updates that are coming out uh, is the contraptions update which you can do elevators and pulleys and uh, what, not pulleys uh, conveyor bells and all that stuff you yeah. can sort stuff really cool for micromanagement stuff uh, but the big thing was uh, which isn't that big but it's their big thing is that you be able to create your own vault which yeah. is cool um, but it also kind of just feels like a creating a 
an, another shelter or you know like another well i thought the part of the deal was going to be you get to pick the experiment so you get to build the the, the fallout shelter but you get to pick what the experiment is going to be inside oh i didn't get that from the trailer uh, that's the way I understood it. Now I could be, be wrong. Cool. That'd yeah. be neat though if you got to pick like so what because because like that's the pick, whole gimmick, yeah. right? Each each uh, vault had its own like yeah. this. This was great in cryogenesis. This this is great in combat and weaponry and like they had their own yeah. specialties. You know each one, uh, which is neat. But yeah, so not real. Um, overall, I mean, is there wasn't a lot with Bethesda this year because well they showed the Dishonored too, but that didn't really. But that but that didn't, well they already kind of announced it last year, so yeah. I mean it looks good. Yeah, Prey. I'm actually very excited about Prey, which I mean, it's Prey which is Two, like a which reboot. is well, it's almost no, like a reboot. reboot right? The issue is Prey yeah. happened so long ago. Right. Prey Two has been talked about so, so much. Long, they just yeah. went. How about we just call it Prey again? Because people have forgotten Andor. Yeah. It's circled so far away. Right. So it's Dishonored it Prey. I mean, nothing really surprised us. I would say during the Bethesda and even the trailers for both. I was like, okay, cool. I can cool. play. I can play two people from Dishonored One. Yeah. Cool. I so mean, nothing was like mind blowing from Bethesda no, this year. No, and I think the problem is I needed more out of Prey because that trailer was. Not, I agree. It was very confusing. I agree. And you didn't get much out of it, especially from like someone like me that hasn't played it since it first came you know, out. I love the original Prey. The best part of that was the whole of the Dishonored was the whole YouTubers collage. They had the, <laughs> yeah. the claymation, yeah. and they had the other people just getting the shit scared out of them over yeah. and over and over again. That was the best part of that whole yeah. thing, and that was less to do with gameplay than it was. People reacting to gameplay, right? Yeah. So, but to be fair, Bethesda already released their big titles already, and Bethesda doesn't put out games every single year. No. They usually like you're not gonna see an Elder Scrolls game probably to 2018. Well, that was the one thing that did come out of E3. They, I was talking to Nate about this before we left my house to come over. They had the creator uh, who's working on the Elder Scrolls, and they're like, "When is Elder Scrolls Six coming out?" And he's like, that is a long, long yep. way off. The so, same thing that happened yeah. with Fallout. You, you were five to six years in between the last Fallout. Yeah. So we, they don't they don't rush. They, they put they, out good games. They but put out just, cl- it's they are the uh, George R. Martin of uh, game publishers. That is probably <laughs> the best analogy I could think of on that, Nate. Good job because you're right. Like it's really, really good quality, but it takes forever between titles. Right. So so that was essentially the the EA and Bethesda. We're going to end up. In the show with uh, the best segment, um, which of course is the Microsoft segment. Yep. Okay, so Microsoft uh, is releasing a game that we've already known about called Gears of War Four, Gears Four. Uh, yeah. And I want to get you guys' thoughts because you guys saw it last year, and I have I've only played Gears One Remastered because I got it with my Xbox One bundle. It looks pretty. It's awesome. So I don't have history with Gears of War Two and Three. But what you guys have seen so far of Gears of War 4, I want to get Deuce and Nate your thoughts on what you saw at E3. So, initially, the that's this is the first game they uh, announced Xbox Play Anywhere. Yeah. So, it's the... For me, as a PC gamer who also has consoles, this yeah. is the thing I've been begging for forever. I can play on both. Yeah. I can pause one game, go to the other. If you have Windows 10 and yeah. Xbox One. So for me, they were saying you can do co-op, you can do all this stuff cross-play. They even said Horde Mode 3.0, which I got a big fan pop from. Yeah, that can be co-op and can be uh, cross-play. So I can play with Xbox friends and PC friends, which has kind of been the I bought Overwatch based on which friends owned it on which one bet more. So I got it on PC because I had more PC friends than I had Xbox friends playing the game. So this solves that problem. 
because like I have a 4K TV and a 4K computer oh, setup. I'm yeah. blessed that way. But one's 65 inch and one's 39 inches, so yeah. I'd rather play on the 65 inch. But now yeah. when the wife goes to bed, I can just go to the big TV and play yeah. exactly where I laid off, which is an awesome feature. Um, but the entire Gears 4 footage, I was worried because where do you go yeah. from there in the story? It's yeah. a little bit later. There's now the swarm. Yeah. Uh, the initial gameplay trailer, they didn't just do a CGI, which I so loved. Yeah. They actually showed straight-up gameplay, and yeah. the cover system is 100% intact. Yeah, You have your squad. Uh, they have the... Uh, I can't remember the female leads character, Kate. Yeah, because she came out like during E3, like the voice actors for her came out and talked some. That was neat. Um, and then the last two seconds, or last ten seconds, yeah, was they show Marcus, yeah, seventy year old Marcus, Marcus or whatever yeah. he is, Who very cares, aged, yeah. like it's about time you showed up, and yeah. everyone's like, <gasps> so I am really, really excited about the Gears of Four. Um, I've played. I actually came late to the franchise. I. Literally saw Gears 3 trailer and went, this game looks awesome. And they put out the 1 and 2 combo. Yeah. So I bought that, yeah. plowed through 1 and 2, traded it into them by 3. three. And yeah. I still have 3. Yeah. And I, I I was very, very happy. Um, everything looks great. The co-op mode, um, co-op campaign. Yeah. Which, that's really cool, too. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Especially, like you said, where you can do a cross-play now on the PC or on the system. Um, my only... I wouldn't say concern, but regret is when they announced the game, they didn't announce a gear system. They announced that elite controller that's the all gears. Yeah, the out. gears elite controller. But they didn't announce like a gears four system. They may, I I think they'll do a bundle because they've done a bundle every time. Yeah. However, I don't think they're gonna do. They may not do the gears Paint colored scheme. one because yeah. they. Correct me if I'm wrong. There hasn't been a lot of Xbox One themed, right? Yes, there has because they did a theme. There's four. There was four themes. Yeah. There was the the Madden one. There was a Sunset Overdrive one. Yeah. And then there, I'm missing there was two. The Call There's of Duty. Call they, of Duty one. There was two yeah. different Call of Duty ones, and there was a Halo one. So that's that's five. Five. Yeah. Every so, year okay, so there has been, been there has been a, yeah. a, a themed one. So yeah. They, I mean. It still could come out. They definitely yeah. show the Elite Controller, which that's going to be a yeah. $150 toy. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, looks, it looked good for me, just uh, from a non-biased uh, party, because uh, I'm still playing through the uh, Gears of 1 remastered version, which looks really pretty, by the yeah. way. Um, really it's enjoyed that. game, too. Um, it looked good. It, I mean, it, it, you know, it kind of reminded me of, and you guys can tell me if I'm way off, it reminded me kind of like Dead Spacey. It kind of had like the the running gun. It had the lights on the back. It had the enemies. Yeah. You're just just remembering parts of the body. Is it, isn't Gears older though? Yeah, Gears was before Dead Space. Well, I mean, I, no, I'm just saying it. Oh, it just it, reminds yeah, me. Yeah, of there's a lot Dead of the Space. similar aspects. Of yeah. the, the 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 color scheme almost, really dark. Yep, yeah. Like you know, because when I'm playing Gears right now, uh, it's all bright and open and colorful and like not colorful, but bright and open out in big open areas. This felt a little bit more condensed, a little bit more uh, claustrophobic. Yeah. you did get the big monsters there at the end, but like from an outside party, it kind of felt like it was almost had like a Dead Space vibe. That's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I love Dead Space, especially the first one, um, uh, which EA did because that was the big talk was like. Are we going to be getting? You know, EA didn't didn't say anything about Dead Space. Is that pretty much gone? You know, because yeah. Visceral, who originally worked on um, uh, e, uh, Dead Space, is now working Star on Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. So we'll see. But I liked what I saw of the Gears Four. I thought it looked interesting. Yeah. Um. They also the Buzzkill. 
gun they focused on. Oh, yeah. Oh, which yeah. I'm wondering, because it's all Microsoft, that's a Sunset Overdrive weapon, actually. Huh. Yeah. So well, yeah, it, there was a buzzsaw, and it bounced just like this one does. Yeah. So huh. I wonder if that's a little bit of love, or someone who worked on the Sunset Overdrive team is on the Gears team. Yeah, or and something. And is, yeah. like, given a little love. Because the, the, it bounces the same. It doesn't yeah. look the same, because Sunset Overdrive had a very over-the-top yeah. feel to it, yeah. but it yeah. was like a little bit... To me, it was a callback to the game. I was like, hey, I know that weapon. And speaking of Gears Wars, a nice segue, Killer Instinct uh, Season 3, um, which is part of the Xbox Play Anywhere, which means once... They, they said this a lot during the conference on the screen. Buy once, play it on both Xbox One and Windows 10. I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to bridge that gap, and they've been doing that for a little while. But like, if you own a version, you can play it on, on either platform yeah. and... If there's like a, a a tablet mobile version, a smart glass version, if you're able to play on that, you can or bring things over resources, stuff like that. But they they're bringing in Gears of War. Uh, General Rom is going to be um, a playable character um, on uh, Killer Instinct. Which that I'll trailer, that 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 looked spoiler cool. trailer, yeah. we want to call it release trailer, was yeah. pretty cool. It was. It was really neat. And, and uh, Killer Instinct is, you know, it's got a decent fan base. Uh, I never played the game, but I thought it, you know, looked pretty interesting. Yeah. Um. And uh, you know, good good if you're a Gears fan. Good if you're. It's only bonus, only win win yeah. for you. Yeah. So, I'm not gonna lie. I have I because I because I came in you know I d January um, thanks to Uncle Sam I got an Xbox One so I'm still kind of playing catch up with the the, the original games. Uh, man, Forza Horizon Three looked gorgeous. Like yeah, I, I, I'm not a huge really, racing really fan, yeah. but I like what I like about Horizon the Horizon series is the fact that it's more arcade based, yeah. arcadey, and I love arcade racers. I, oh, I'm not, yeah. I was never a huge fan of Gran Turismo. I just I you know, I couldn't I always crash into the walls. I was more of a burnout guy or, or a Need for Speed guy. So like when when I saw the the trailer like the gameplay, I was like, wow, this looks like they're kind of like, hey, this is we can do some pretty things on our system, and this is yeah. I think graphically yeah, almost Forza's always made beautiful games. It looks yeah. gorgeous. I, I think you're out in a sunset, like you're out in a sunset overdrive, yeah. so to speak. You know what I mean? Um, to play the pun there. Generally hate racers. Yeah. Except for Mario Kart, right? Because that's right. Not, it's that's less a racer than it is fun, right? Yeah. Right. Um, I owned Horizon Two. It's the first time I've actually spit money on a racer since. Mario I heard it was Kart great. I heard it was great. Three? <laughs> yeah, I heard it was um, excellent. So I was actually really excited. At first, the trailer is misleading at first, right? So you see it the is. ocean, yep. you see kangaroos, and you're like, what is this? What the hell is this? And then there's a porch, and you're like, yeah. <gasps> Forza Horizon 3. Yeah. And it um, looks amazing. All the game modes, I honestly only play off road, but yeah. they, showed, um, they showed a bunch of different cars. They showed more. It's the biggest maps they've ever had yeah. on top of the Horizon Festival theme. And they had they demonstrated the dynamic joining of your yes, friends. Yes. And they were smart by showing a driving rig, uh, someone on a yeah. on a uh, PC, see, someone. Yeah. Um, there was some, there was they showed different ways to play the yeah. game. Oh, someone with the v, uh, the Oculus on. Yes. Yeah. That so was neat. They were yeah. basically like, look, you can play this with everything, and it's beautiful. Yeah. So so I was pretty happy. I gotta say the the one that they showed today remind me a lot of one of my favorite games, which is the Motor Storm. That was on the PlayStation. You know, there 3. was uh, an ATV, wasn't there yeah, in there the was shot? ATV, I was like, "Whoa, that was, was interesting." Was a, I thought it looked motorstormy. Yeah. yeah, it looked cool. Yeah, the only thing they were missing was the motorcycles, and I was like, "Man, this is very reminiscent of Motorstorm because I miss Motorstorm so much. Yeah. I love those games." Yeah, so that that's you know, I'm actually like kind of curious about uh, uh, that game. I was like, oh, "That looks really interesting." Now that I have an Xbox One, I was like, "Hey, that looks really pretty," and I and I, I know I'd have fun playing it. Because I'm just not into those technical simulation racers. No, I'm, it's not my bag. Too way too confusing. You're, you're, 
you're breaking and all that drift. No, it's not for me. I just want to have fun. And like Nate said, you're just going out and having a great time. You have this awesome background venue that you see when you're driving. So yay, that that's probably going to be not a day one, but uh, what's the second category? Within the first, you know, it'll be soon. Like soon, I'll, I'll wait yeah. for someone to knock ten bucks off. Exactly, and yeah. Then probably end up buying it. Exactly. Um, it, again, Microsoft has just. You know the meme. Get me. You know, take all my money. Right. The crossplay is going to make me buy every. Well, yeah, because it gives you. You know, you because I have both, right? right? Like I said a little bit earlier, what John was out of the room. I I have both. I play a lot on both, and now it gives me the option to. I don't have to choose. Right. And that's going to be a big deal. For that's me. awesome. That's really good. You know, buy why it once, play it on, uh, Xbox One and Windows Ten. And this is going to be. I'm, I'm. This is you know to pick up the war of old. This is going to be a problem for Sony. I really think the the play anywhere they have it to where they have you can play in other rooms and whatnot, right? But this whole they're knocking down the big barrier of PC versus console, and I, I Sony's gonna have a hard time, I think, overcoming this in the long run. We'll see what happens. They, I, mean, I mean, they they make computers, but it's not it's running Microsoft. <laughs> right. Yeah. We'll we'll see what happens with that. Um, next game uh, I touted last year about it as one of my favorite games announced last year, which we didn't see anything but footage was Recore. By uh, the amazing Metroid Prime director uh, Kenji Inafune-san, uh, and I, we finally got to see what it was because we knew the whole basic premise was that you take, you you have different cores, literally, and and in each robot does different things. But we didn't know what the gameplay was, how it was, if what version, what uh, point of view it was. Now we know it's a third-person. Well, as far as we know, is a from the action. We know it's third-person action. Yep. game and it kind of reminds me of like a uncharted meets uh star wars meets it lo- it's a cool little mix uh and i like how each of the 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 robots they had names like mac and different names for them yeah. dolly they and all, all that yeah one and it yeah. annoyed me there's one yeah. they didn't show that there was is in one. the screen cap i was like who is that one <laughs> it kind of had like a ratchet clank feel cuz you each thing had its own little elements and different abilities and it was like exploration and puzzle solving and like they had boss fights and it looked really good. I, I, from what I saw, I really enjoyed what I saw. I'm, I'm actually really excited about it. So this is the Mega Man guy, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So, do you remember the dog? Yeah, Rush. Mm-hmm. Rush. This is Rush brought to absolutely uh, 2016, absolutely. right? Absolutely. That dog converted and did stuff. It this is literally sweet. if he came up with Rush, he's getting to bring his idea he had that was on, you know, 32 or 16 bit graphics now into fruition in 3d modeling i'm not gonna lie like this is uh, this might be a day one purchase for me because i was like oh my god Uh, a the guy's pedigree mega man and metroid prime the list goes on and if any son's amazing he's all about story and character development and all that stuff and world world design so for me that's probably gonna be a day one purchase for me and this might be who knows what happens with this series it might sell really well and this might be and this might be a little far-fetched at first but this might be they're Uncharted. It could be. It could be a, f- a series that goes on, a third-person action adventure. The next one just has more robots, and then yeah. the next one has a different set of robots. Right. So yeah. It's an endless potential genre. It's a franchise. It really is. It could be. It could yeah. be like they're Uncharted. Like I, I'm, I'm excited about it. So that's probably going to be a day one purchase for me. How about you, Nate? Um, I want it to be a day one purchase. However, I know with all you have a lot on the list. Like literally, I could buy every game. I think Microsoft announced today. I mean, at some point, it's just there's other ones we're going to talk about later that I'm going to buy first. So right. it won't be a day one because of other games bumping it down the list, or it may be a day one. That's that's my only issue is there'll be another bunch of games I want to buy right. first. 
So that is uh, Recore by um, Inafune-san. So definitely check it out. And something real quick Nate alluded to earlier. I actually had screen caps of it. They're doing some new um, this fall. Xbox Live is doing uh, some updates. Clubs on Xbox Live. Yeah. Uh, looking for group on Xbox Live, which I actually think is really neat. So, for example, say you're playing Call of Duty, you're like, or or you're playing Minecraft or something. Hey, I need, I want someone to help me do this. You can make some sort of like, sort of like a Craigslist ad, like, hey, I need help, or I want, I want help for this. And it's kind of like a message board where people can go on and then they can actually join you, which is one something that is really hard that PC's been done forever. Yeah. You can always do this on PC, but consoles always had like this. You know, uh, gap to entry, barrier to entry yeah, when it came to that. You had a giant friend list. Yeah. So, but that's really neat that they're adding that. I think it's going to be a really useful feature for people that want to like join up with people they never met. You know, add make new friends, stuff like that, and more of a social uh, environment. It'll do matchmaking better. Uh, Absolutely. Co-op campaigns. It'll. Mm-hmm. It'll. Get oh, especially co-op campaigns. Yeah. Yep. And then the arena mode. Which is oh, yeah, that's the last one, Arena Mode, which is going to be awesome for all the competitive gaming. So definitely check out the uh, clubs looking for group in Arena uh, on uh, Xbox Live coming this fall. So I'm, I'm definitely curious, especially for that looking for group, since I'm a new, pretty much new to the Xbox world. Uh, this next one is uh, a talk about Minecraft, which we know uh, Brandy's a huge fan. You want to... Deuce is handing over the mic to Brandy. Brandy's, uh, you've logged in, uh, what, 500 hours? I don't even freaking know. 600 hours into Minecraft? Like, that's probably her most played game in a decade. Um, that she's, but she's not about, because there's survival and creation and and all that stuff, but she's all about creation. There's adventure, there's survival, and there's creation mode. Yeah. You're going to love the updates. Yeah. The the new updates are, like, just unbelievable. Like, there's, they're obviously, they're now they're they're talking about the whole the Oculus integration and all that with the, which is cool and all, but we're not getting an Oculus anytime in the near future. Yeah, so. it might be like well, later on. They down had the road. an Oculus guy bringing out, but they were they were using a HTC Vive, yeah. so it was a, a add-on for your smartphone right. they were using to do it. An HTC mm-hmm. Vive, yeah. So they were using that, but they have some cool things where th- they call it the friendly update, where it's all cross-platform. Finally, you can. You know, play with other people and everything. That's gonna be really awesome. So iOS, Android, right. and PC can right. all play together. And there's also uh, Minecraft uh, Realms as well, which is gonna be really neat. So okay, iOS, Android, PC, but what about? It won't. We don't. We have a PS4. We you you're playing your version on PS4. I so. am. So I have I'm a feeling, feeling they from mu- what they've said that PS4 people are gonna be only on PS4. Probably what well, they're gonna. Yeah, realize Sony has poo pooed the crossfit. They have not wanted well, to work with Microsoft. Well, that's not it. no. Microsoft bought uh, bought the Minecraft IP essentially. Well, no, no, no. It, the whole cross server. They Sony. We'll is get not, into that later. Okay, we'll okay, get into okay. that. Let, let's talk about that at the end of the Sony conference because I have a lot to say on the matter. Because uh, I agree and disagree. But the cool thing, look, Brandy, look at this photo of the of him playing on the Vive. Like you're like that's pretty dope. Yep. So definitely some if you're a Minecraft fan, there's some new updates there as well. So definitely check that out. Uh they had the new texture packs. Yes. So there was a city texture pack. It looked like buildings and skyscrapers. Um and they, they were allowing you to do stuff they already that already had a city texture not, pack. Not not like this. Okay. They're they're doing it where you can mix the tech like the different yeah. thi- <laughs> This is what she's been wanting forever is being <laughs> able to like, mix and match. I like the natural texture. You weren't able pack to do that before. Almost everything, but I hate the way like right. obsidian looks right. on the natural texture. So they they even pack. showed it. They you were in the natural classic Minecraft right. they went through a tunnel and it opened up into a city. Yeah, it was really so you can mix and match throughout, which is really really neat. So and they retextured Ruby. the bad guys. So 
zombies were aliens and they the who the guys with the big noses just the villagers villagers now they help you fight the aliens they look like men in black yeah it's and really they, really interesting they yeah. had um Ruby. some weapons and they blew up a ufo and it was mm. all in the style of it was all minecraft but yeah it was a new for survival obviously but it was a, well, just yeah. a new well, it's cool that you're able to well, do that now because that's something that people have been wanting to do for a while even when you're in creation mode, you can set the difficulty anywhere from peaceful, which means zero enemies, to easy to medium to hard. So, mm-hmm. like, you can still be all about creation where you can fly around and you don't have to worry about monitoring your food sure. or anything like that. Uh, but you can still fight enemies uh, when it gets dark but out. But you couldn't mix like the packs together. Now you're able no, to you mix, mix the, the textures, which is really, saying, really cool. Uh, but, yeah, it's not uh, – having the enemies isn't exclusive just to adventure mode. You right. can have enemies still in creation sure. mode. Which is – yeah, so that'll be interesting for all you Minecraft fans. And maybe they'll put out uh, a – Which they make me mad, those damn Endermen, because they move my blocks around. They do. Like, they disruptors. <laughs> the Persistent Realms. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is dedicated yep. servers that are persistent that your friends can jump on. Yeah, which is really um, neat. I know on PC you have to potentially buy those or right. host them yourself. Mm-hmm. They're going to have, from what it looks like, self-hosted – like Microsoft is hosting – uh, yeah. Persistent realms that you can invite your. But you don't need to worry, Brandy. You, you know we're gonna eventually if they do a Minecraft two, we're buying it. For, it'll be for Xbox One only. So you know that we'll do that. So and then I have to start all over. No, <laughs> it, you'll be good. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about that I, I'm I'm actually kind of excited about um, is the create the custom official custom Xbox controllers. There's eight million possible combinations, which is awesome. They didn't put a price point as far they as I saw. Oh, they did put a price yeah. point on well, it. Okay. That, that's after the fact, because they didn't during the conference. They okay. didn't during the conference. Let me, let, you guys keep talking. I'm going to pull it up, because uh, Kutaku put the price point on it. Um, because it was funny, because what they didn't say during the conference is that you could add text, but you can add text to... Oh, they, showed the, they showed that. They showed oh, it on they had the, a, yeah. they had At the bottom, doctor something. Yeah. Uh, it was on okay. it, yeah. Yeah. They, they did show that you put in the colors, the buttons, yeah. with or without the letters. Right. Yeah. So this eight million different combinations. I love the fact that like if you're a fan of a sports team per se, you can get sports colors, which is really neat, and put you mean the that Patriots red, white, and blue. Yeah, you could do whatever you want. Not that Saints ugly gold and black <laughs> stuff. <laughs> 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 uh, but it's neat. So if you're a fan of me, or I, and uh, our good friend Eddie V, Eddie Varnell is like, hey, I bet someone's going to do, do like a Famicom one. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, they would. Like a Nintendo one, a Super Nintendo one. That'd be dope, you know? Um, so there's all these different combinations, which, hey, there's a lot of, you know, businesses out there, people doing stuff on Etsy that, you know, but it costs so much time and so much money. And you're paying like 150 bucks for a custom controller. Now go to Microsoft directly. And it's like the Nike shoes. You know, you just go in and pick your colors and click add to cart and they send it to you i think it's a really cool idea and i think they're gonna make a bunch of money off oh, of it. oh yeah especially especially if they're supporting the gamer circuit the esports oh absolutely with your your team name on the bottom oh, yeah. hell yeah I mean, you dude, can literally esports the hell out yeah. of a controller absolutely I mean, you could get a tsm or a cloud nine controller right basically. this is a this is a major win for microsoft i think this is a uh really great idea uh deuce you're gonna so they're gonna be 79.99 each so 80 bucks okay now if you want the text on it it's an extra, extra 10 bucks so then they'd kick it from 80 up to 90 now here is the good news these are the controllers that are coming with xbox one slim which i want us to get to here in a minute or two um so they're basically the newest best controller texture grip have. longer the texture range. grip right. longer range that i think they call it ir blast or something yeah on the back but, uh, yeah so i mean it I mean, Wider it's frequency, a top of the line you know, controller. Now the only bad news is you're probably paying 
twenty to thirty dollars more than because how much is normal? Sixty bucks. Sixty bucks. Yep. Yeah, but you're getting custom. I mean, it's, I, I yeah, like. It's $20 I don't. I don't mind paying. Twenty bucks for a custom. I mean, and they look. I mean, yeah. they look freaking gorgeous. I mean, yeah. just whatever colors you want. I mean, that that looks dope right yeah, there. Yeah, just the thought of me having a like my favorite colors on one, and then having like the Ninja Fat Man. Yeah, your own brand it. marketing, yeah. Yeah. Happy oh Hour, God. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like that'd be really neat. So that was one of my favorite. One of my favorite things. That, it was that, so unexpected. Like it was. I was like, "What's this? Really?" Like, they're, it, they're calling it like Microsoft Labs or something. You can literally yeah. go in there like the Nike shoes and pick your colors, and, and they'll send it to your door. I'm like, "Dang!" So, which I'm wondering if maybe this isn't going to end up being something later where they use some Microsoft Labs to where you could maybe pick your own colors. System, for your Xbox. absolutely. Because think about I it, I could see that the plastic happening. on it is the same. Yeah. So if you just pick out the colors you want, this is a test market you. too, for sure. I, I think because so. you get to think about it from a business standpoint, that's a lot of SKUs to keep yeah. on. Because yeah. right. if you saw every buttons were they had different color buttons, yeah. there was three or four housing colors. Sure, you yeah. could have four different colors on your controller for the outside. I mean, it was right. insane the amount of uh, I'm excited for customization. I'm I mean, stoked. eight million is legit. I'm excited. So big. I mean, that's one of my biggest surprises from the Microsoft. I love it. I, I'm yeah. I'm super stoked. Uh, next, real quick. Uh, I was. Uh, we talked about Limbo earlier. It's free to download now. I think. Yep. Um, as of the, about noon. As of noon. Um, so they uh, the developers uh, of Play Dead of uh, uh, of Limbo. Let me say that again. The Play Dead. The developers of Limbo um, are putting out a game called Inside, which is available June 29th. Uh, it it looks like. Super Limbo, which I'm, hey, I'm all about Limbo. Let's bring me more Limbo. So it's that silhouette style that we were talking yeah. about earlier mm-hmm. too. They're the ones that pretty much started off the X, that the 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 summer of arcade. Like they really yeah, like limbo. pushed that. They pushed that side. And speaking of arcade, they go through. We're not gonna go through them all, but they go through all these games like Cuphead, like all these Idea at Xbox uh, oh, games coming out. One, a space one that had me like Deliver the Moon. Oh was that no, one no, right was there? it no. the Oxygen not included? No, maybe it wasn't a space one. I'll, I'll have to find it later. Maybe I'll, I'll bring I it up. I took a picture of all of them. Shadows, tactics, like no, I mean, a, we're not going to go like through a triple A title graphic one, but it, one of them I'll, I will bring it up later. For it, the king, I'm just going through real yeah, quick. They're doing amazing. the PC port of Stardew Valley, which is really really neat. It's like a Harvest Moon. Um, below, which Capybara games, I'm stoked about that game. It's a it's a roguelike where you, you essentially, if you die, you come back and you and you you try to improve upon yourself, and you see your dead body there. You can pick up resources from your dead body if you collect this up before. Also, if you get cut by anything, you have to stop cauterize the wound. Like it's it's like a super hardcore roguelike, but it's set in like a uh, like an old school like uh, not eight bit, but like a top down third person view, like a Zelda type of game. Mm-hmm. It I. It, I've been seeing the preview for that game for years. That's like going to be a day one purchase for me. But there's a bunch. We're not going to go through them all. Yeah, the idea but, Xbox got a lot cool. of love. Yeah, I, I love that. I'm glad that they, they put through that because you think about it. Uh, Microsoft's the first one to really push the summer of arcade, the indie titles. So, you know, back when uh, uh, Shadow Complex and you know all those games were coming out. Uh, Mercury, oh, Raiders of something. I, I, don't, I didn't get a good screen cap of it. That's another one. That one uh, ukulele, of course, we know about that. that. This game was creepy as hell. We yeah. f- we are the few. Uh, we happy few. We happy few. Yeah. This was some clockwork orange. <laughs> the trailer scared me. Crap. Well, they must have. Microsoft must have loved it because they gave it some time on the show floor. Uh, it it kind of reminded me of Clockwork Orange meets Bioshock. It was very. Oh, good call. Yeah, it was very Bioshocky, but yeah. it was. But it wasn't how how Bioshock is from like an American retro feature. This is more of a UK retro feature, okay. which is had its own UK uh, twist on it. The way people talked, the way people looked, the uh, the the machines, different things like that. The 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 circular uh, recliners, different things that you know from the '60s that people in the UK it, like. I, it was, 
I literally thought it was a Clockwork Orange video. It game looked interesting, like from the, the start. I mean, they didn't. They. I mean, I mean, the art style is. I, I thought yeah. it was awesome. It looked really cool, and you had this whole element. There's this whole element of like, uh, of like pills that you take that do different emotions. Joy, and you're a downer. If yeah, you don't. Take yeah, them. and it changes the game and how the story. It's, it looks fascinating. I, I actually thought that looked really interesting. Um, so yeah, ch- definitely check that out soon. Uh, we also, uh, real quick, we'll touch on uh, Gwent, which is the uh, Witcher card game they're calling it. But it was based on this whole community. If you go to Reddit. There's a whole red subreddit on just Gwent, like how you play, different things you want. You play just a quick little sub game yeah. within which. It was one little 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 psych little uh uh what do you call it a uh a uh not a bonus game bonus game or yeah, but you call mini, it bonus yeah. game, mini, mini game, game. there you yeah. go mini game and it was people blew up yeah. and people were just like dude I I didn't really get dive into it did you get a chance to play any of it I know What's you have that? the Witcher, Witcher three yeah but did you play any Gwent oh, I played a shit ton of Gwent yeah. because you could bet on Gwent so <sighs> it was a good way like. If I was like, screw it, I want to kill an hour in the pub and like just bet crazy, I could maybe double and triple my money. Yeah. So then I could go buy. Okay, I need this piece of right. equipment for something. So. But they're releasing. But it was fun. I really yeah. actually. I mean, there were nights where I'm like, screw it, I'm just gonna play Gwent for an hour. Yeah, and just Gwent. The pub and play. Gwent. Yeah, and Gwent is you know one of those things where it's you know simple concept. Uh, to pick up and yeah. um, difficult to master. So, like, there's a lot of different things coming out. The closed beta is coming September of this year. So, yeah. definitely go uh, to playgwent.com and check out and sign up for the uh, beta. So, that's going to be awesome. So, uh, another announcement that I briefly want to touch on is uh, Tekken 7 is coming to Akuma. Xbox. So, that was, well, we didn't but know. Is it, is it exclusive or is it? No, no, no. Well, because okay. it was originally announced for uh, PlayStation 4, but we didn't know because of the whole Street Fighter thing where yeah. it was just exclusive. We didn't know what the fate of Tekken 7 was, but right. Tekken 7 is coming to Xbox as well. And it so looks, it's coming to both systems. It's coming to both, and it looks gorgeous. Uh, early 2017 is what my notes say. Yep. So that nice. definitely, if you're a fighting game fan, uh, definitely go check that but out. The, the the one thing is who the guy was fighting was... Akuma from Street Fighter. Street Fighter. So the whole Street Fighter Tekken thing kind of died, yeah. which now makes me. This is they never get. They didn't even they talk about it. Yeah, it exactly. was a. It was very. They swept it under the rug. They're like, hey, check this out. You know, it was CGI, then gameplay. Yep. back to CGI, yep. and I was like, that's Akuma. What's Akuma doing yeah, in Tekken? Exactly. It's Akuma. What the yeah. hell? Then he says, my name is Akuma. Yeah, they like. like oh they God. were like, oh, hey, hey, Akuma's in this game. I'm like, that's interesting. Um, but hey, that's awesome. You know, it looks good. Um, I love fighting games. Uh, briefly want to touch on an, another game that I actually probably going to buy, I would say maybe not day one, but close to it. Dead Rising 4 looked freaking like it, just hell of a fun. If you love the Dead Rising series with yeah. the silly weapons. It looks, the, it just looks vehicles, like fun. It, they have maintained the look. There was a candy cane crossbow. There was yeah. a T-Rex, <laughs> not T-Rex, a Triceratops mask that breathed fire. Yeah, it, I was <laughs> like, this is nuts. This is crazy. They maintained the tongue-in-cheek feel. That yeah, and it looked fun. It looked like, it kind of looked like they were going back. I didn't play Dead Rising 2. Uh, uh, I love Desert, Dead Rising One, but they kind of even had a place where you're in a mall. You're like yeah. different locations. It looked really, really interesting, um, and it sold really well. Dead Rising Three, yeah. Dead Rising Three was like a, a launch title for the for the Xbox One, so that looks really interesting. Um, so definitely check it out. It's holiday 2016, uh, according to the the. Yeah. F- see, see, that's the problem is when I was taking screen caps, a lot of the stuff was far away. Like they didn't sh- zoom in on like yeah. the dates. So you were like, it's like I wanted to, my uh, only concern about the Dead Rising Four was like when it first started off, I almost thought maybe it was an HD remake of 
Dead Rising One because they did show a lot of the mall stuff. They did. That's true. From like the original, that's true. Like what? What is this? And I wish we would have either seen more or maybe somebody came out and explained the story. And you also got to remember these games are going to be live on the floor. So over the next couple days, like the live bloggers and Coach Shaku and IGN will be on the floor playing them. Yeah, and then kind of relay to us back more of what these stories are going to be. Sure. When I first saw it, I was like. This Dead Rising Four is just a remake of Dead Rising One, right? So. But I'm I'm definitely you know very opti- um, optimistic about it. It looks interesting. Um, are you gonna? What is that gonna be for you? Day one, later purchase. Game for gold. Game for gold. It probably I, end up being. I'm a game not for gold. a. I, the first one was fun. The, I played the third one, but I, it's not my deal. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited. Look for yeah. the people. I have friends. My buddy Sam, whom yeah. we all know, uh, he. He'll probably day one purchase. Well, they added a, an interesting mechanic in the third one um, that you can combine items and create yeah. items that don't that don't necessarily exist. Yeah. That, but you know, you could take like a a bat and like a flamethrower and make a flaming like stuff that you wouldn't normally yeah. think to create. Yeah. That's definitely carried through. That's really showed that it looked trailer. interesting. Yeah. So that was a cool little element. So next, I want to talk about uh, a game that uh, has been in development for a while from Platinum Games uh, called Scalebound. Uh, and Nate, you know, he's excited to talk about that. So I want to get bring it to Nate. Uh, Scalebound is a third-person action game from. Um, so for, it's from the director of Resident Evil and Devil May Cry. Right. Okay. Uh, w- w- so Scalebound essentially, like we said, third-person action, and it looks epic. It that's what I said on It'll Twitter. Great. It, yeah. I mean, wow! Like it, the, it, it, like I mean, the the creatures were huge, like on the screen. And in all the different elements, the fighting elements, because there was a part where you were like splitting, and I couldn't tell if that was like those are your people helping you out, and then you can combine your your. So it looked like so from what we got from the game, you have a you're linked to a creature which looks yeah. like a dragon type creature. Right. There was parts where you interact with him, like he jumps on his back to get closer in range, yeah. and then there's a mode where he kind of transforms into a I'm gonna use the term were dragon. Sure. Yeah. He's like yeah. half dragon, and it's different set of powers. And it kind of what was the, uh, the the game where you fought the big, the whole thing? Well, Bayonetta. The, oh no, it was a the game. Uh, it was all big. Titans. Shadow Colossus. Shadows of Colossus. Yeah. yeah. It was the concept of these I, freaking I huge. You had to find a way to take them out. Correct. You had, piece by piece. You had to find all the weak these points. little things, and it was yeah. definitely. Um, the the creator was playing. It kept said shoot for the heart. He was yeah. shooting in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> chuckle a little bit. Yeah. But the voice. Act, there was yeah. a lot of voice interactive. Yeah, there was the just the everything about it. I I've intentionally kind of went blind to video games and prep for E3. Right. I've never I hadn't heard of this, and this is a day one purchase for me. I am yeah, it looks like awesome. It looks really super good. Super jazz, and it's exclusive to Xbox One. It's only coming nice. to Xbox One, and it's play anywhere. Yeah, so that looks awesome, and they have this cool. It almost has like Dark Souls feel too, as well, because you have a. Uh, it looks like you, on the one of the shots, you have a sword and shield mechanic as yeah. well. Yeah. So I was kind of looking at that as well. Definitely so, a Twitch fighter. Like, oh, absolutely. Have, yeah, it's skill based for sure. So that definitely look that out. It's available 2017. It just just says 2017. There's not like I assume it's probably going to be like a, uh, a either a March release date or a December or a November release date. So we'll see what happens. But hey. Platinum, they you know they made they made some great games, yeah. you know Bayonetta and all that. So definitely uh, check that out. And the next uh, game is uh, I was actually really disappointed in. Um, it got announced last year because of course Microsoft bought Rare, which they put out the amazing Rare Replay collection, which is fantastic, a must own if you own Xbox One. It's beautiful, the great fan service. But they haven't really put out an original IP yet in a long time. So they put out they're putting out a game 
now and this might be the minority, but I called it Z of Thieves. I was bored to tears watching this trailer. A because they had all these. I hate when they have these like fake, like overly dramatic, like. Hey guys, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, exactly. Hey, like I'm the a same gamer thing guy. they did. I'm a gamer girl. Hey. Same thing they did with. Uh, see, I didn't, see, I got the opposite oh, reaction. The, the same thing the they did. The same thing me. they did with uh, that Ubisoft game. Uh, D- not Division, but the one before that. Oh, Ghost Recon? No, before that. The other game, where you're in the houses and stuff. What's that game? Oh, uh, Rainbow Six Siege? Yeah, it kind of reminded me of that, where he was like, hey, go over here, do this. It was so overly dramatic, I I didn't... Hey, guys, I, we're heading over here. Because here's my problem. I like the art style. I like the way it looks. It's definitely rare. Like, the it's second you rare. saw it was rare. Oh, yeah, you knew it was rare. As soon as it popped up, but, I'm like, that's a rare game. But it makes me feel like they didn't ex- do a good enough job explaining the game, because I'm like, all right, I can do all this stuff in Black Flag, and Black Flag was amazing. Like I don't, I don't, but I don't. And Black Flag's like ten dollars right now. Well, but so. Black Flag was amazing, and it's yeah. ship combat and doing this and getting your resources I, and all this. And I'm like, it looks looks like a rare game, but like I don't. To get, me, it's a rare. It, I got the. It's the rare version of. Uh, for me, it, it's rare's version. Rare's version of Black Flag. Sure. Yeah. So for me, it was someone who doesn't want to get into the depths of. That type no of pun game, intended and it depth. was yeah, okay. no pun intended, or yeah. was it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but to me, I don't. I I like the gameplay feature. It's like co-op ship. You so they were talking about having to lower the sails and raising the anchor. It was very, but see for me, it was very like micro. Like I was like, ooh, it but, might. It, I don't know how how much replay I would have. No pun intended again yeah. for a replay. I don't know how much replay I would have. It looks cool. But I love Black Flag so much. But, so, but okay, here's the analogy for me for the same thing. Then, it's Mario Kart compared to Forza, right? If you compare the two, they're obviously I not going to compete. However, can... you're going to like both. To me, Rare is the le- or the Sea of Thieves is the less serious version of it, and yeah. without the on the land part of it, yeah. it seemed like just a co-op. It's a different type of co-op PvP game that, to me, it has potential. I like. Yeah, they didn't show us fun. enough gameplay. Yeah. It was a lot of just these ships yeah. fought and sunk. But why they, they they could get off on the land? So what was on the land? So there's obviously right. a reason to go. Well, there. there was a bar on the land because didn't you see that? Oh, they were yeah, there was a bar. They were drinking you drunk and, and stuff. It got like so wobbly it, and kind of drunk. It almost it. feels it, it's, it's definitely very social. Like you, you, I don't know how much you could play by yourself. Is the question? Like if I can go out and explore on my own, I might be more I think like. I think it's focus is an online multiplayer. Right. You probably Same. run into people. Deuce just shot me with his beer. It's like, uh, but yeah. So like, it, it just shrapnel. it kind of just bored me a little bit. It wasn't. I mean, nothing gets rare. But let's be honest. What is rare done in a long in a while? If they've been, they have not. I almost feel like they have to test themselves again since they've pretty much been put into a, a box, a yeah. shelf for a while since Microsoft bought them. Um, they did a great job with the rare replay collection, but like they haven't really done anything in a hot minute. So I kind of like. Well, they haven't had a new IP in a minute either. Which yeah. Which is kind of like okay, this is a new IP. I mean, I'm not saying I'm going in. I'm not saying I want this to fail or be a bad game. I'm just saying it didn't do anything to me make me go, I need to play this. This is on my. I want to see more. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see more. I so want to. Yeah. Because they specifically said they went in there without letting them go through the tutorial. So that was right. we watched. Fresh, brand new, untested gameplay that they didn't know what they're doing. Yeah. Right. So I, 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 I'm, I'm. State of Decay uh, is a popular game that got a like a remastered version, uh, an undefinitive edition, if you will, for Xbox One. Uh, they did really well. Actually, sold really well. It's a post-apocalyptic zombie world, survival management, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, really popular cult following. A lot of people love the game. And there's a sequel coming out as well, which actually has a, f- a very different feel to me uh, than the first one. It, 
it that, has more of a Walking Dead feel. We're exploring environments and stuff. Like because before, with I played a little bit of uh, State of Decay, and State of Decay, fe- State of Decay, kind of felt more like uh, central located. Um, you know, yeah. you weren't going a lot of different areas. This was like they're really opening it up to like, exploration, almost like a say they take Left for Dead and just opened it up and made it huge, made it big. It's kind of what it felt like to me a little bit. Um, did you play a lot of State of Decay? I've played. Um, Here's my issue. I um I I'm probably going to play it. However, I thought they were announcing H1Z1 coming to Xbox. I literally thought it was Xbox Z1. I am for PC gamers. It's it's a Steam game. It's great. I highly recommend it. Um Cuz it looks different than the first uh, yeah, it, it's a completely different art direction than State of Decay right. and but like I'm 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 optimistic cuz I like H1Z1, but I literally thought I was watching an Xbox release of that game, not State of Decay 2. Right. So that was my only grab. It looked like it ripped off another game, but it could be cool um if it's as open as H1Z1 is and if the resource oriented it looks like it's a resource game where you have to go hunt down all right. the stuff. There's I have optimism even sure. though I'm kind of sick of the zombie genre. Yeah, I mean, Microsoft we all alone are. this is they've two zombie games. Right. Right in yeah. one in one E three, so it's like eh, the zombie genre is like vampires used to be. It's getting played, yeah. so I, I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens with State of Decay two. I have a good friend Rose who's a huge fan of the first one, so I definitely know she'll be playing State of Decay two. Next, uh, probably the, one of the biggest titles announced at the Microsoft conference, uh, Halo Wars two, which is a part of the Xbox Play Anywhere. Um, buy, I'm gonna re- reiterate this: buy once, play it on both Xbox One and and uh, Windows 10, so it's one of those things where I actually might pick it up because I didn't play Halo Wars, uh, the original Halo Wars, but I heard Which good is things. An awesome game. Heard it was a good thing, and it did really well on a console. But the fact that you can buy both versions, this is a really good use of uh, Xbox uh, X Play anywhere because yeah. you're like, you can literally play with your mouse on your on your on your computer and yeah. then go to. See, I wonder if they have that cross save. I imagine they will. They do. They, they say do. It's yeah. Cross, cross achievement. Cross yeah. save. Yeah. So that's cool. You can go like on your Xbox, and then if you're at, you know, if you want to go at a friend's house and want to go log in and play on a PC, you can do that. Log in, and I think that's kind of a cool idea. Yeah, the whole thing also makes me wonder: is Xbox going to support keyboard and mouse for gameplay? It supports it yeah. for. That's like, true. That's a good I can, point. I can. I already have a keyboard hooked up for like Netflix typing in titles. Right. But they don't support it in games much. So I bet they will. I like, bet they're going to be... bring that because how do you do cross play? How do you do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, the first Halo's War had a lot of issues. It went through like three studios. Oh, did it really? I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, um, and it was a while ago. Um, yeah, pretty it, great game. The CGI cutscenes yeah. in that game were amazing. Oh, right. yeah. Um, so I'm I'm optimistic on this one. Um, it's it, it user system. It's yeah. a wait till the first sale game. Okay. It's not day one, sure. but I let someone knock 10 bucks off, and I'll probably get it because it's not right. Halo. It's a tactics game. That's the right. one thing anyone here goes, oh, I don't like Halo or I'm not an FPS person. It's not an FPS. Right. It's, it's a Halo-themed RTS. RTS, RTS. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And it did really well, though, even though despite some of the issues that Nate was saying, it did pretty well. So, um, hey, Halo, hey, more Halo. I mean, a more Halo franchise, if yeah. you will. Yeah, Microsoft will not. They're going to milk Halo for all it's ever it, going to be Exactly. <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious about it as well because uh, I didn't get to play the first one. So I might pick it up on sale. I might pick it up on sale later on down the road. Um, that's before we get into the console talk. Is there anything else uh, games wise that they you want to mention? Trailer only Division Underground DLC. DLC. They, which, they showed that for yeah. two seconds. 
Um, I know Deuce played a lot of I the play, division. And playing division, I'm loving division. My problem is they just did. They said, "Oh, here it is," but they didn't tell you what is it, what's it gonna do, like what's the DLC gonna be. That's true. Like, yeah. Okay. Like, look more Dark Zone stuff, right? It looked like a lot more Dark Zone stuff. Yeah. Well, Dark Zone stuff, but here's the thing: like basically, division before I think. Because Division's going to be a lot like Destiny. It's going to sure. be this online multiplayer shooter sure. that keeps growing. Yeah. Well, you're in the state of New York. Well, you've got, like, not even a fourth of New York yet. I think they're going to add more sections. And we're waiting because supposedly they're going to add Central Park, which is going to be huge. And then they're going to add some other parts of New York. I bet the underground is how you get to Central Maybe that's Central how it Park is. Like, stuff, the underground yeah. will be how you get there, maybe. Sure. And that'll be That makes is, sense. But... You know, I I just I need to see more, and there wasn't enough in that trailer to it was explain. Was a minute it to and a half, and yeah. yeah. Did, did you talk play? About it. Did you play Division at all? Um, no. It just it came out at an inconvenient time. I have a ton of friends. My so do Bruce, I. I have a lot of friends yeah. that play it. My boy Big Bruce, he plays it and twitches it all the time. Nice. Um, so I've watched him play, and I I want to buy it. I want to own it. Yeah. Are you gonna um, wait till the underground comes out and just buy it all at once? Maybe. They, I'm hoping they do like they've been like X Games for Gold has been doing when a DLC comes out. They discount it. Some of them they'll yeah. throw a little deep discount on it sure. for gold yeah. members, and then I'll might pick it up then. Um, but also, it's my issue is also October is coming, oh, and so there's like out. nine games yeah. I want to buy, and I'm married, and I yeah. want to stay that way. I feel you. Yeah. So yeah, my my gaming budget's pretty slim. So you got <laughs> you have to pick and choose, you know. Um, but since Deuce already, you know, did you already prepay for the or was the DLC? Did you get a season pass? I didn't get the season oh, okay. pass. Okay. Are you going to get it? Do you I'm, think if it's because you played know. a lot, you put a lot of time I into. I put a lot of time into it, but right now I'm playing so much Overwatch. I'm playing Uncharted 4. I've still got... You have a lot of games in your backlog, if you Yeah, will. so, yeah. like, for me, it's like, I don't know if I want to do it. And the problem is, is with The Division, it's a lot like Destiny. Like, you got to keep logging time in, and you got to keep progressing your right, guy. sure. And I just don't have the time to, like, log in 10 hours sure. every week in one game. Yeah. Like, for me, that's tough. So, so there you go. Um, now we're going to get into the big talk about uh, consoles because uh, Microsoft dropped the bomb, if you will. Uh, because usually when you release consoles, you usually have iterations, of course. You know, PlayStation's done it and Xbox and all that. Xbox 360 had different variations. The Elite the and Elite, all that. Yeah. So, like, this isn't new. Like, people, companies have been doing this for years. You know, there's three there's three versions of uh, the, the Sega and the Super Nintendo and the Nintendo has two versions. And then there's multiple versions of, you know, Sega CD, etc. It's like, this is not something new. Like, But I felt like this is Microsoft saying, hey, we're going to be, you know, leading the charge here with, like, a, a, a powerful machine because they announced two, and this was a little bit confusing. Um, I had to do some research on this because I felt like well, they actually, were... actually, Nate had to explain it to me, and you may want to ask Nate because before we got here, Nate at the house did a great job explaining this whole thing. Well, let's have Nate, because I, I I think I understand it, but for the vo- those listening at home, why don't, uh, let's get Nate's uh, take on this announcement because they announced two different consoles. Yeah. In addition, you have a your Xbox blurry line. Very, do you agree? Do you, I, okay, because like, I want to get your talk. Wait, yeah. This isn't. Oh, oh, now I get it. Because it was a little confusing at yes, first. So, so, so go ahead and give us your take on that. So we have the Xbox One S. Mm-hmm. It is white, forty percent smaller. The power pack is inside the box, so right. you have the big ass clunky thing that's it's 4K. Up half of my damn. System. Yeah, it 4K. supports 4K and HDR, so which is right. a high dynamic uh, res, range, which, a range, range. Yep. which is deeper colors, blacker blacks, right. whiter whites. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so it's think of it as an X point, Xbox 1.5. It's a pretty better ver- better version yeah. of your Xbox. Um, it's going to be the price point's nice. Yeah. 299. They 399 will be a terabyte version that'll be a limited release. Mm-hmm. It does not natively have the Connect dedicated port. Right. You have to buy it separately. separately. They have said if you own an Xbox One and you upgrade, there will be a program to get that adapter for free. Sure. Yep. It has one of the USB ports in the back they brought to the side. Mm-hmm. So now it's two on the side, which has been a complaint for a lot of people. I sure. bought the four mm-hmm. adapter even. Right. Um, they moved the pair button so it's easier to pair controllers. I think that has to do with the Play Anywhere because an Xbox One controller, sure. if you plug into a Windows 10, it instantly mm-hmm. works, but then you have it to just, repair it. To I agree. I, had, I have one. one of those, yeah. So I think it's just making that transition easier. easier. Yeah. Um, 40% smaller. Um, and then that's the, the biggest thing is that it's the... 1.5. And you get the new controller. The uh, new the control- controller, yeah. Iron Blaster, textured paddle. Right. Exactly. And uh, there's one more thing with it. Oh, the extended range. Extended range, which yeah. I have a big-ass living room, and yeah. I've never gone out of range. Neither have I. Don't I. Know how much more I haven't had, any, have had any issues with mine either. So, um, but, so that's the... because S. The S. But you have the original Xbox line, and then you have the S. And then on top of that, they, they announced Project Scorpio. Which was really confusing because I was like, "What? What is that?" I thought they were still talking about the S when they started talking about Project Scorpio. They right, right, right. About the teraflops and the eight cores. Yeah, and then they showed that they'll say the next next gen uh, GPU and right. processor. Yeah. So Project Scorpio is I'm calling it the Xbox Two. Right, because in essence, it's not coming after 2017. Holiday 2017, right. which is but next Christmas. Every console, all it changes the processor and the GPU, right? Yeah. So, it is in essence a new, a next gen console because right. they already said it's, it's going to be the current high end eight core processor, right? Which are they going to support multi threading, which no game freaking does right now? No. Someone who owns an eight core, right? And then they're going to have a top of the line GPU, sure. And the form factor screamed Nvidia, and mm-hmm. I'm calling it now. It'll have a 1080 in there. Probably, yeah. So it'll, the 1080 comes out uh, later this year. Mm-hmm. They'll have a version for the Xbox. Sure. Which is, it's it's already the most amazing GPU on the market, and it's not even out yet. Um, so that's something new. I'm holding off on the S. I was going to get the S till I realized the Scorpion was a thing. Scorpio was a thing. Right. Um, and they did announce the one thing that to me is a gauntlet drop is all accessories will fit all three models. Mm-hmm. All games will work on all three models. So as we were talking with Kyle earlier, yeah. the Xbox Scorpion will be ultra graphics if you're PC. The X S one will That's a great way to look at it. And Xbox One will yeah. support medium, yeah. but medium will still be damn good looking. Right, right. So they're they're dropping the gauntlet on, hey, we're giving you the most current hardware, but you get to keep everything you already had. Which is good. It, it's uh future proofing, if you will. Um, my question to Deuce now, what do you do? Because Nate and I already have Xbox Ones. So that's the major this is the que- this is the question I was like, I gotta get Deuce's answer on this because yeah. he has a lot of you have a lot of decision making here to happen because you know they're going to drop a Gears Four uh, Xbox. I doubt they're going to drop uh, an Xbox One uh, S version of Gears Four because that's because Gears have already come out, yeah. so they're not going to do that. So, are, what are you going to do, Mister Deuce? What What is your plan of action? It, are you going to wait till holiday two thousand seventeen to play Gears Four? Probably just just well real quick yeah. just because I know you're a cautious yeah. conscious man. Two ninety nine for the One S. I guarantee you right now, Project Scorpio is going to be the 500 price point. Yeah, oh, absolutely. The graphics card I yeah. think will be in it. It's 300. It's no, it's 450. But right now, so right. a year it'll be 350. So that's fine. I mean, I've got no problem dropping the 500 dollars on the console. I've got a problem 
dropping 300 now at Christmas and then next Christmas dropping another 500 because now it's 800. Um, but you don't have a 4K TV. Exactly. Yeah. But so the 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 fifteen percent of America has a four K TV. Dude. So the the That's S it. the S and the Scorpio are going to be more for geared towards higher end TVs. Audio files, video files, stuff like the people that are super into that. I I just I I have a That's, really this hard is great. time. Great, you and I are asked because yeah. these are things that I've thought about as yeah, well. I, I just have a hard time dropping three hundred dollars, knowing that next year I'm going to want the Scorpion, and that's fine. When are you going to be buying a four K TV? Is my question to you, Deuce. Uh, probably in the next year. Or two. We actually talked about it before yeah. this show. Did you? Okay, yeah. well, behind closed doors, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. We, we tried. I tried to not talk about it, but you know, we had to kill an hour, right. so we talked about it. No, I want to get a sixty-five plus inch. 4K TV, and okay. we looked at it. You said like HH Greg had it for like and LG had they had an LG for 1300. Yeah, and it was like 65 inches or 65 something. inch 4K. Well, what Microsoft so, yeah. is trying to do is they're trying to get out ahead of the curve because they're trying to future proof. Well, because the thing right now, only 15% of Americans own a 4K. Yeah, but I am one of them. Nate is one of them. But by the time 2000, holiday 2017 comes rolling around, they you know people will most I'd say probably is just an optimistic number. Fifty percent of Americans will have one 50's by then. Fifty's up too optimistic. I mean, there's going to be there's already sub one thousand dollar four K right. TVs. Sure, uh, Vizio's getting into it now. Yeah. Can we say the, 60, 70 percent of people own no, one by two thousand seventeen? Too much by seventeen thirty. Thirty. It's still so it's still something is, that it's, it's the other content like, right. Bright, not Bright House anymore. Charter, our yeah. local cable provider, has 4K channels, but it's four of them. And it's, so it's kind of like the 3D element where it's just slow to start. Like they're rolling yeah, it HD out. HD rolled out pretty fast. 4K is it's not going away. Like th- 3D, I think, has kind of lost its love at home. But at yeah, home, yeah. 4K is definitely the way to go. Sure. Uh, it, yeah. People who are like, I don't notice difference. If you put up, I I know I can't yeah, watch. He told it. me he was like he was watching my TV at the house, which. It's a nice 1080p TV, but he was like, "Look, I now he's like I can tell the difference between watching your TV and watching." No, you're only now, like Nate said though, not I think only a few shows have dedicated yeah. you know vis- you yeah. know viewing on the 4K. So it's it's one of those things where Microsoft's saying, "Hey, we we know there's uh, audio and video files out there that love they love the 4K. So you have that option. It's like what what you said earlier about having them the ultra." Uh, like settings, ultra settings on a PC yeah. game. Yeah. So my my thing and my question to you, because this is the only the only thing that I thought was a little bit of a negative and and about all this, because so far this has been a really positive Microsoft conference. All of us agree this has been a really good conference. Uh, uh, my negative thing is how much work do developers have to do because now they have essentially three different platforms because they're not all you're, you're going to get a different even though they work on all they're going to be there's going to be different things that you have to do when you program the game I, I don't think it's any different than like right now any game that on pc has the range of settings and you can either play 4k or you can play 1080 or 720 i think it's just developers are gonna have to make the it's the same effort that goes into the pc version of a game i really yeah. do think that's what it's going to be um if people make comp I mean, most studios now do a PC and a console. It's just the only people it's going to affect, I think, is console-only people because there's less of that. I have to, I have to appeal to the 
lowest common denominator because Xbox is standardized hardware where PC, there's a range, there's recommended settings. I think it's only going to affect developers that don't currently have a foothold in PC as well because I I literally think the only difference is ultra high medium. Because that's kind of what we said. For shader settings. My my question is because someone like you and I, Nate, that have an original Xbox, that sounds right, the first run essentially of an Xbox One, we're not we're not want to be meant you're not we're we're not wanting to be f- treated like we're kicked to the curb because we haven't we were early adopters essentially, so it's like for us we're still going to get great content for our Xboxes and if we decide to upgrade later on, it looks like the you and especially you and I because that's something to keep in mind folks if you are going to go uh, with the Project Scorpio or the Xbox One S. To get the best optimal viewing, you need to have a 4K television. It's 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 like recommended. Like you're, well, it's, it's almost it's the, the only reason to buy an S is to have a 4K. Exactly. Or you really so want the slim that's something white we need version. to stress though, because not we don't want to confuse people because it was a little little shaky on the conference. If you don't have a 4K television, don't don't worry about this right now. Keep it in your unless you yeah. really the size would be the only thing I would exactly. say. If someone has a smaller, mm-hmm. doesn't have enough. Console space, console. So media, if you have an HD TV right now and you have an Xbox One, you're okay. Don't worry. You're not. You're, no, Microsoft isn't going to go. Hey, you guys, goodbye. Because we know that you know everyone has. Well, even they said the games they're going to play on Scorpion, you can play on an original Xbox One, and they're going to play just fine. Yeah, there's it's it's all one inclusive family. I think this is a price point play. Also, you're going to be able to still sell the Xbox One for. We'll call it two forty nine a one s for two ninety nine because they've already announced the price, and then I think uh, the the Scorpio will be the high end four ninety nine five ninety nine. Let me yeah. ask you this: the Xbox, the original Xbox One, do you think maybe they blow them out this Christmas and knock them down to like two hundred? No, say, like, not that low. Get, I'd say two forty nine. Two forty nine. It'd be two forty nine was with no games. Like, right. I'd be no connect, no games. There's no way they drop it to two hundred. Um, yeah. I think. I think so? they'd be losing money by then because that's one of the things that the, the one thing you need to realize, Deuce. Hardware cost. Hardware yeah. cost because think Even about it. The, exactly. The, are you speaking on? Yeah. <laughs> you're thinking my brain. Forty uh, percent smaller for the for the for the Xbox One S. So that means you could save on parts. Think about this: the original PlayStation came with forty different chips in it, and the last version of the PlayStation only had one. Yeah. So there's four iterations of the original PlayStation One. Yeah. So com- companies are always improving and trying to get things to cut costs to save. So if they sold an X, I would almost say if they sold an Xbox One for two hundred, they're almost selling it at a loss, and they don't want to do that because they haven't been before. Why would they start doing it now? They're making profit on every console sold right now. Why would you go into the red, right? And then yeah. you should you should I continue to make a profit. Two forty nine, two ninety two ninety nine. They're making a profit on that on the S, and they're making a profit on the, on the on the Project Scorpio. So why would you dip down just to sell a couple uh, of units? Unless I, they're discontinuing the one, which right? Exactly. I had no. I don't think they. I didn't have any indication. They I think they're going to have three models, three dedicated models, models. yeah, and they're going to use that to play with the price point. You're going to have me, who's early adopters, yeah. Yeah. early adapters. Yeah. Um, I'm. I was going to buy the S. Literally, I was yeah. like, I'm already started the argument to talk to my wife. Yeah. And then they said Scorpion. I went, oh nope, waiting a year. Yep. Well, see, yeah. here's the thing. I this is my plan as of right now. My plan is if I can find somebody who maybe wants to sell me an Xbox One mm-hmm. to get an S that'll sell me their Xbox. You could one probably for find like people out 150, there. 200 bucks. Sure. You um, could probably that'd probably be more realistic. Yeah, I think. I do that, but I'm not gonna buy an S. 
um, unless they have some geared out system, which even then I think I'm going to pass on. The other thing is I've got two options I thought about today. One of them involves you, though, Chief. Okay, uh, sure. Uh, you've got an Xbox One. Mm -hmm. our, our buddy Kyle has an Xbox mm -hmm. One who has told me multiple times he does not use it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, let me just borrow it for like three weeks. I'll buy Gears 4. Let me beat it. And then I'll just give it to you and give you your system back. So basically, you get a free game for let me rent your system for three weeks. I'll do that. Yeah, right here on, on air. I'll do that for you. <laughs> He's like done. Yeah. No, no, because I, I love my Xbox One, but I yeah. but I am playing I'm playing multiple platforms yeah, right now. So I got my retro yeah. systems. I got my uh, my P PS4. I've got my Xbox One. I've got like tablet stuff. Mobile. That's the only game I want to play is Gears, and I think yeah. it's just I'll do that for really you. Really dumb to pay three hundred dollars for one game. So you've heard it live on the podcast yeah. here. Uh, yeah. uh, that's fine. We can make. You want to do it? I th yeah, I think we. Can, Gentlemen's I think we can make agreement. That yeah, that's fine. No, I don't yeah. mind doing that. Yeah, that way you get the experience, but you don't have to. You can wait to. Let's yeah, do that. I can wait because I mean that hell. Even if I pay, because if I remember correctly, I think Best Buy is doing the deal where I get the ten dollars back. Again. Sure. So even if I pay forty dollars for the game, that's a forty dollar investment. That's that's a good way. You get to keep it, right? And then I'm saving, you know, three hundred dollars that I can put towards a Scorpion. Yep. Because I'd true. rather just wait and get the Scorpio. Well, so then you're in a good – that's a good position for you to do that. Because yeah, like Scorpio. I, 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 I Scorpio. You said Scorpio? I thought it was it Scorpio. Is, no, Scorpio. Because our friend, yeah, last yeah, name, yeah. I went, oh, it's just like his last name. Oh, yeah. I thought it was Scorpion, but okay, cool. But no, cool. like for you, dudes, I think yeah. – I mean, right, Nate, I think that's probably his best option that's, right that's now. A fair, that's, that's a fair – That's a fair – If you want to like play Gears 4, borrow yeah, a system, yeah, go. Do that. Just play yeah. it, and then when I'm done with it, give But just keep in mind when you get the Scorpio, because if there's – I mean – in all honesty, there's no real reason to buy the S. Like, I mean, in all seriousness, there, it, like, yeah. They, I mean, if you're already gonna be paying 300 bucks, I mean, I think they announced this. They weren't pit, they weren't pissing off people who bought the one, then the S, and now are like, what the f? You made me buy three systems. Right. I think they're giving that option for people who want to immediately get 4K stuff yeah. on the S. My question to you, and this is just a, uh, a scenario: What happens if the S doesn't sell? Very well, and people they're, were like pre-ordering just a Scorpio because that's that might be a lot. A lot, a lot uh, I think they're fine with it because the S was. The S was the Bill, in between, yeah. The one point five said yeah. he wasn't going to do a, a PlayStation four point five. Right, right. They kind of did. did. Yeah. Um. I think it's they're. I think they're forcing PlayStation to make moves, which right. obviously no pun intended. Play PlayStation yeah. move. Look at you tonight with the puns. Um. PlayStation <laughs> is winning the console. If it's way closer than it used to be. Sure. Play, yeah. PlayStation was killing Xbox. Mm -hmm. I think they're forcing them to now make moves and also sure. get the buzz out. I think, like you said, fifteen percent own. I think so. If 4K they sell, TV. if fifteen percent of their sales it's are true. one S, I think they're happy. They're very happy with so those numbers. I, yeah. This, even if this doesn't sell well, I don't think it's a loss. But when PlayStation Three went to the Slim, that where nothing changed but the right. Slim, right? Right. I think people are going to buy it for the small, like especially college kids who are in a dorm or stuff. Yeah. Or, sure. Like I said, anyone has premium real estate. Because it is TV. really nice. and I mean, I, I like the, it looks really nice. I actually like the design. Like why, if I didn't know about the Scorpion, or Scorpio, excuse me, um, I would have gotten the S just because it's smaller and it's more powerful. Right. Because, I mean, think about it. If, if the difference between a 1 and... And the S is only fifty bucks. Why not spend the fifty bucks and get a smaller one with more features? Exactly. So, but I do think like 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 I know, like I'm getting a bonus out of this agreement as well. But yeah. I also think it really is the best option for you in the yeah, long run. Yeah, because I don't want to get it until because I'm not. I mean, let me be straight up, straight yeah. up honest on the podcast. Yeah. I will get 
uh, Project Scorpio, but it's not going to be 2017. I'm just uh, no way. It's, I already told the wife. Yeah, but for me personally, yeah. like I'm not. I'm going to be sitting on yeah. my Xbox One for a while, so like I'm not going to be able to make a because the 4K TV and all that stuff. You know me. I've got to have the 4K TV if I get yeah. if I get uh, the uh, Project Scorpio. So realistically, it's probably I'm probably not going to get a uh, uh, Project Scorpio to 2018. Uh, yeah. You can hear it right on the podcast. I'm. I'm Unless Uncle Sam's really good in 2017, I'm not gonna get one. So it's it's more realistic that I'm probably gonna have an sit with an Xbox One for two or three years, which is fine because you know, still gonna put out some great games for it. Well, maybe we'll uh, start making a little bit more sponsor money. Maybe and yeah, then, yeah, uh, yeah. Then maybe <laughs> then you can get it. Hey, that, Microsoft, that's my way. we love you, Microsoft. Yeah, you couldn't tell. Microsoft, no, I, you need to be a sponsor of the Happy I will. I will pre-order it. It will be a day yeah. one purchase. Yeah. I will. I mean, I bought Xbox yeah. One day one. Yeah. Right. Um, I, it will be a day one purchase. Amazon Prime's new cool pre-order stuff will probably save me a couple bucks on sure. that too. Um, I want to ask you a weird question though. What are you going to do with your original Xbox One? Uh, that's going in our bedroom. Okay. Here's the issue. Yeah, because so, you use it as a media center oh, in other we rooms. We are cord cutters, so yeah. Yeah. we, with some helps of some friends, yeah. Um, yeah. we've piecemealed together our entertainment. Yeah. Um, our Xbox 360. Once you have a one, you realize how loud the 360 was. Oh yes, it's in our oh bedroom. Goodness. It's deafening. So really, my this is this is how first world my daughter is. <laughs> so this is what's gonna happen. My bedroom will have an Xbox One. My living room will have an Xbox Scorpio. Yeah, my nice. daughter, who will be four, yeah. at, oh, five, she'll have just turned five. Good age to start. Will have a yeah. Xbox 360 in her bedroom. Nice, <laughs> nice. That's good man. So, that's awesome. So that's. That's yeah. The wife has already but said this is what's going to happen if we're spending this kind of. It's money. true though. Like it, it uh, it, it becomes a media center as well. Like so, you're, I yeah. I use my Xbox and I said this the first time. I seventy five percent as a media center. Right. So it, it's it, superior in every way. But that, that's that. good because I mean that's kind of what Brandy and I do. We have our PS three uh, in our bedroom as like a Netflix machine essentially. I not and see. I need we you have, to help me with that because I need to move my PS three still in the living room. I need to move it to the bedroom and get it hooked up. Yeah, so I'll help I can you watch out. No worries. No stuff, worries. Yeah. Which I'm sure all you guys in the podcast really give a shit about yeah. that. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but but no, that that like that makes sound. Though. That I, I think overall, I think all three of us have an idea what we want to do with with yeah. the Project Scorpio. Like all three yeah. of us have a plan in mind. Because my thing was we the, all, we, but yeah. we all give it thumbs up. Like let's yeah. just be oh, straight. Oh, up. definitely thumbs, thumbs up. Yes. And I'm ready to get on the Microsoft bandwagon. I was gonna get on the Microsoft bandwagon this Christmas, but. For one game, I just can't see spending right. three hundred bucks. Right. Where I think that's the best option. I think that's the best option for you. But I also think, like, that's a win for Microsoft because I, I feel like they're kind of a step at the curb, head of the curb, if you will, especially with the four K and the fact that they're able to give these give folks out there that want to experience the best possible video gaming you can in yeah. history. Essentially, you get to do that, and I also think that. Developers, you look at that developer uh, promo. People, they're excited. Look at Bethesda; yeah. they're super excited about it. Like what they can do. And Microsoft with, has already given yeah. them the hardware. Exactly. They're so well, they I have, think a lot of people have the Scorpion or Scorpio the developers hardware. kit for it. Yeah. Already, so yeah. they they have uh, uh, versions of it or whatever developers kit of it. So Which the XDKs, if you will. Uh, I think with Microsoft saying that that they have thrown down the gauntlet now. As we're taping this, I, I believe Sony's conference is just now over. We have right. not read anything. Right. Um, but when we come back to you guys on Thursday, you're going to get our thoughts on it. But I think this might have pushed the hand on Sony that, look, we've got to say something about Neo. Like, they already dropped the the, the gauntlet with the Scorpio. Said, we're not going to talk about Neo. We're not going to talk yeah, about we're Neo. Not gonna we're talk not going to talk about Neo. They might have to. They might be like, look, Microsoft already said their new system comes out next year. we got to say something. 
Maybe. So. Well, I guess we'll get into that later on yeah. after the conference because just to give you guys a little preview, we'll, we'll the next episode will be pretty much doing the rest of the wrap of, e, of E3. We'll Ubisoft, talk about Square Enix, Ubisoft, Square, yeah, Ubisoft, Square Enix, Nintendo, uh, and, and Sony. And uh, anything else you guys want to talk about um, um, in this episode? Uh, anything relating to Bethesda or EA or Microsoft? I love the overall VR support. Sure. That multiple yeah. platforms talked about. Yep. I love, 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 love esports support. Yeah. They are yeah. very much esports was a focus. Everyone today or Sunday through today, at least all 10 talked about of it, it was yeah. esports. Some more than others. And also, one thing I want to mention the the and now this is a big deal for Nate because you've been playing PC forever, but I think it's a big deal for console gamers to be able to do mods because like a lot of people. There's not not every excuse me not everyone does both, but the fact that once that you buy the Xbox version, you yeah. can go to both. So that gives you the option of like, hey, if I do a mod here, I can do a mod on my console. I just think it's a it's it, it, it kind of seamless, yeah. and I think it's good approach, especially. Play anywhere was Microsoft saying we are going to leverage all of our products, yeah. and we're finally leveraging our OS. Smart, it's really good. Computer Which is and smart because I mean they do have the dominance OS wise. And my computer. other my other thing that I'm. I'm and we talk about the great games, but like, I'm super, I'm super, I'm super stoked about the custom controllers. I just think that's an awesome yeah. idea, especially going with the competitive scene and the team sports and all that. I'm like, not gonna I've, lie, whenever I get my, I'm gonna my get one. Scorpio, I already told Brandy, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting one. one. I told yeah. my, I told the third member, I'm like, hey, I'm, get, I'm getting me a, like a decked out. Yeah, my, per- my permanent roommate doesn't know about this yet, so yeah. she will. Yeah, <laughs> but I just think overall it was a really good Sunday through um, most of Monday. Oh, oh, you wanted to say something about Microsoft and their pins? Oh, so we we are in a suburb of Orlando, and we really need to talk about it because we're about gaming. Um, the Orlando tragedy happened yesterday. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess a day and a half ago. Yeah. Um, everyone at Microsoft had a Pride pin on, which is or awesome. a some. They started off the conference with Phil Spencer saying, "You know, gamers, we're all yeah. hearts are out to you, no matter yeah. what, all over the and world." It was really cool. It was either a flag or a heart, or yeah. every one of them had a Pride thing. And props to Microsoft for not necessarily using it as a platform to talk about it, but there was definitely love there. And I sure I, I like as to see an, that. as an Orlando native, I yeah. thumbs up. Yeah, so. Hats off to Microsoft. Hats. I mean, everyone did a really good job overall. I mean, yeah, like I, I the, was. Uh, but I'd say if you yeah. had a okay, let's do this like we did last year. A B C D E or F. Uh, if you had because we did this last year, so continue the theme. E A. What would you give that? B minus. Yeah, I'll give it a a B, probably B minus. Yeah. Let's say B. I, I'm really curious to see what they do with because uh, we don't know a lot about Star Wars. Well, see, that was the problem. If they had given me some more info and maybe some timetables on Star Wars, I probably would say it was a solid B plus, maybe even an A. But it's yeah. like you didn't. You gave me a bunch of Star Wars bukkake, but there was yeah. no like. There was yeah. no like. Where's the date? Sure. What kind yeah. of game is it going to yeah. be? What you know? Yeah. It's just like, hey, everybody, here's Star Wars. I right. know you love it, and so, we didn't see much of it. Drama and R two, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, um. I, I would say B, maybe B minus. Let's just say this is for the sake of uh, rounding it up, rounding it down. Let's say B minus for the three. This, we say yeah. we give the EA a B minus. Yeah. Uh, Bethesda. I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna say D plus. I I was over. I wasn't very impressed overall. It's just solid D. Yeah. Uh, the D. F. Okay. So a, we round that down to D minus. I would say yeah, D minus. It just they did nothing. Yeah. I don't know. Their see, one IP and did nothing. Well, that's the question I have to you. Do they need to do 
does Bethesda need to do a conference every year? Year, I don't think they do. I don't I, think they do either. Because this showed me that they don't have an. I'm not saying they don't have stuff in the can, but not stuff they can show now. But I don't feel like they need to do one every year. You I know think what I mean? last year they needed to because they, they need had to. They so have big much. titles coming but out. But I think this year they could have been like, "No, nah, we're good." To me, they dropped the ball with ES with Elder Scroll IP totally. If yeah. you look at every comment, everyone's like, "Why didn't they do Oblivion or Morrowind remastered?" Yeah, like literally look at go to those would have been post, better. Look at comments. Oh my God, Morrowind remastered would have been amazing. Oblivion or Morrowind remastered, they dropped the ball. It to me, they showed a bunch of games that were popular, but they didn't. It just at no point was I like, ooh, awesome. Yeah. Like, but I'm not gonna lie. Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls like, Stone is like, eh. yeah. But you drop a uh, Morrowind or you drop a uh, uh, Oblivion. Like there's there's some of these younger kids that have never played those games. Right. You drop a and Morrowind is yeah. dude. That's that's circa 2001, dude. Yeah. Like I that's mean, a long time ago. How many people were freaking out yeah. about Final Fantasy VII redone last year? Right. Yeah. right. How many people if you would have said Morrowind? Oh my God, Morrowind! People's been. heads explode. I would have yeah. bought that day one Morrowind. How badass would dragons look in for Morrowind yeah. on today's graphics? Morrowind. Oh. Morrowind is our gate game. I, mean, I know I said it's a money grab, but yeah. that would have been. See, I never I never played any of them because I was so so late to the Xbox. Uh, bandwagon, and I really just got the tail end and then jumped on 360. And even I had Elder Scrolls Oblivion, but I didn't play it much. Right. So, I mean, getting a remaster and be able to play it now that I've got more patience, I think right. would, would be awesome. Yeah, they, they had, to me, this uh, the ultimate potential, nothing came of it. Sure. So, so uh, D minus uh, averaged yeah. here. Um, Deuce, since we've all started off different grades, uh, uh, grade Microsoft's conference. F. Straight F. No, I'm kidding. Obviously, uh, keep in mind, we haven't seen all the conferences. No, so. no, and I'm totally kidding. I, I'm going to give it a B because I, I thought they had a couple good games in there. The ReCore I thought's great. Gears of War 4 looks amazeballs. I, I think the one thing they did, and, and maybe it's just because of the boat I'm in, I'm glad they told us about the Project Scorpio so I didn't waste my money on the Xbox yes. Slim or Xbox mm -hmm. S, but... Knowing that a new system's coming out next year, it's like shit. I've waited this long. What's waiting another? Well, it gives year? you a better timeline yeah. for your own self, which is yeah. good. And I think it. Oh, I think it gave everyone a good timeline. Yeah. So if you already had a one, or you're thinking about it, it just it, it, Microsoft's like, hey, this is what's happening behind closed doors. Essentially, they opened up yeah. the door for us. Pull which back I the think is smart, and yeah. that's the reason why I, I said earlier, Sony. This might push Sony's hand, and I hope they say something because they need to say something because right. we all know that the. PlayStation 4.5 or the Neo or whatever the hell they want to call it is coming around the corner. Sure. But they need to let us as consumers know because we need to be like, look, let us know so we've got time to prep to get ready for this. Kind sure. Of stuff, and I think they know? will. Um, and I, I, we'll find out what happens because obviously – uh, yeah. We'll know when we go home because yeah, yeah. we we're we're actually like like you said earlier we're actually recording during the conference yeah. so we'll find out what's going on and I, well for the three of us will probably tomorrow go watch the conference you yeah. you know, they, they replay them or whatever but I I would go uh, a I I actually was really impressed yeah, by the Microsoft one I said I gave you said a B. B plus or B just B. A B yeah I, I, I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give him an A yeah uh, I oh, it was fun exciting um, I like the idea of the the Xbox. Uh, what do they call it? The buy buy first, play it on Xbox uh, and yeah. Xbox anywhere, or whatever, play anywhere. Love that idea. I think it's great. You don't have to double dip. Fantastic. Uh, I'm curious about Halo Wars Two. Scalebound looks yeah. amazing. Recore look it might, it, like it's a day one purchase for me. Uh, sea of Thieves, we'll have to see. I'm shaky on that, but well, I mean, I think overall exciting exciting IPs, exciting and things that coming scale out. Scalebound look good as hell, man. It did. Like, 
I'm not. Even I love, and I'm yet. super oh, stoked that we didn't talk about one game. We'll talk about tomorrow with Square Enix. They did show Final Fantasy. They did. They play, did. Yeah. Which yeah. Again. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I'd give it an A, because um, it's very hard to give a, a perfect conference like a perfect A plus, but yeah. you can. I mean, we're all objective here, so I'm gonna give it an A, which is a really high score. Uh, especially you know last year, you know I was kind of iffy. Yeah, we took a giant. Dump well, we were all sh- unsure about yeah. it, but now I think Microsoft's really right of the ship. Uh, no well, pun I intended. Think it, it took them a little bit to write the ship because you see know, if these the, the Sony the joke. came out like gangbusters, and I think it took them a minute to catch up and kind of get everything. But I think it's wanted. but well, like we said last year, uh, competition breeds creativity. So there's yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with it. it. It's good for everybody. You know what I mean? Like that, that. At the end of the day, no matter what you own or who you buy or what systems you buy, yeah. it create you know competition is great for everybody. Oh yeah. So I, I think at the end of the day, it's it's great for the gamer. It's good for all of us. So. So um, for me, um, if anyone remembers Varsity Blues, it's a ten. It's a ten. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a plus 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 like, plus. Yeah. Like a uh, Christmas story. A plus yeah. plus so plus. So the plus. joke we, that you guys made last year was the Xbox 180, because right yeah. Microsoft kept. They had a hard beginning. This yeah. was another example of them listening to their community. Sure. Clubs, absolutely. arena, looking yep. for group, play it anywhere. Exactly. As a quasi Microsoft fanboy, as we kind of always battled with it, I could not have asked for more and they delivered everything sure almost every game they showed except for some of the indie ones i was like i want to buy that game yeah. and they just they're 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 setting the stage for every other i mean it's mostly sony at this point right sure they're setting the stage for sony has a mountain to climb to try to catch up to this presentation yeah. i mean and then a side note xbox set was amazing or microsoft oh, yeah, set yeah. was like, like holy, whoever like set up their stuff set design do, like, well yeah. played sirs i mean yeah, it, it was nice. work for like concert company L- or something. like when um yeah. 1.8 gigawatts of power I had to power it but yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah it was cool like moments there was like fog and smoke coming up in yeah. between that was really cool uh, but yeah, oh, so we'd, we'd write it down to an A minus, right? If yeah. Averaging, right? Yeah. So A minus for uh, for Microsoft. So really good job. Um, we want to thank you guys for checking out. We did go longer than we thought we would, two and a half hours, but we had so much content to put yeah, in. We did. So we thank you for staying with us throughout the whole uh, episode. Um, and if you have any feedback uh, on EA, Bethesda, or Microsoft, or what you think what's going to happen in the future, send us a line, hhpodcastshow at gmail.com. And Nate has his own brand. Tell us all about it, Nate. Uh, so it's everything's the Ninja Fat Man. It was a nickname. I the picked Ninja up a Fat Man. That's T H E N I N J A F A T M A N. Correct. The Ninja uh, Fat Man. Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Give him some love. Um, it's it's a kind of a new venture. For check me. out that spot, the Snake Game. I really Slither. Slither. I want to check that out. It's on every phone and it's a browser-based game. Um, it's just fun. I love games. Like we obviously, I'm on every E3 podcast we have. Absolutely, um, it's something new. It's something fun. Very supportive community. And if you have any suggestions, please drop me a line. If you want me to check out a game, drop me a line. Sure. I, I have things to do on Twitch, and I will happily do play it. Nate, we really appreciate your time, and uh, we will see Nate again on our next episode, which will be dropping on Thursday, where we cover all the rest of the news that the. The Square Enix, the Ubisoft, the Nintendo, anything else we missed, uh, Sony, of course, uh, and then we'll wrap it up. So thank you so much for joining us, Nate. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Deuce, how do people find us on the internet? You can find us on the internet on Twitter at HHPodcastShow. You can also send us a line to HHPodcastShow at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook.com forward slash happyhourpodcastshow. And, of course, SoundCloud.com forward slash 
slash happy hour podcast. And when you're on the Twitter machine, there's not one, there's not two, but there are three hashtags you want to put in. Hashtag happy hour podcast. Hashtag HH podcast show. And hashtag deuces on the loose. Later. See ya.